grown men who care way more than they should. Glenn Clark. Glenn, no way. I'm sorry, Aaron. Did Alicia Fox call you the man beast? AJ Francis. And of course, everyone boos Roman Reigns, even though he puts on the best match of the night. Aaron Oster. Guys, look, there's that one time. You know, <laughs> oh, geez, Aaron. <sighs> You're the worst. You are the worst. This is jobbing out. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's happening? Welcome in. It is episode number 175. Any guesses from anyone? Any guesses? 175? Is that is that Aaron's weight? No, Aaron's 105, maybe. You know what I mean? Come on. Is uh, that the amount of money you spent on alcohol this weekend? I, I think I spent a dollar and 75 That's way cents. under yeah, what I spent on alcohol. 175 as in what I believe AJ paid for the Uber back from WrestleMania. <laughs> oh, good call. Oh, shit. Well done. On Sunday night. Yeah, we'll talk more about that in a second. 175 a jobbing out. Uh, Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone, Brandon Linton from Rams Head Live, and of course, the main event. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, he still got one more in him, I think. I don't think we're going anywhere. There it is, the Sausage Castle Wrestling Champion. Ah, son of a bitch, Sugar Bear, uh, AJ Francis as well. By the way, my uh, underrated part of the weekend was the part where I got to do that line live as we were walking to the um, subway on Sunday morning. And Brandon was yelling at me because I wore my – I was going into business for myself. I wore my own T-shirt to WrestleMania on Ooh. Sunday. What a loser. He said – and I looked at him and I said, <clears throat> did Alicia Fox call you the man beast? <laughs> <laughs> I felt really I wasn't good. suggesting I should I wear felt, the shirt. I felt really good about that one. I felt really good. All right. Uh, look, we're not going to do a guest again Better this week. Better than Kurt Kakel's? First of all, <laughs> Ben Nash obviously won the weekend. Uh, if you didn't hear Ben Nash, our buddy, who, of course, is the uh, equipment manager for the Maryland basketball team, uh, came up with a hilarious joke all on his own. Uh, no help whatsoever. He saw a larger gentleman dressed up as Kurt Angle, and he said, more like Kurt Kankles, am I right? And it was uh, clearly wonderful. Great. It was an excellent joke that Such he a came up a with joke. originally on his own and then ran with. He clearly was the winner of the weekend, not Kofi Kingston, not Becky Lynch. Bow down to Ben Nash for coming up Glenn, with Glenn, if only you were clever enough to I think wish, of something I like wish that. I was good enough to come up with something as good as Kurt Kankles. Um, Which is why that's not the underrated moment of the week. Right, that's true. That is true. <laughs> All right, we couldn't have more to talk about. We're not going to do a guest this week, um, again, because we just literally we'd end up doing a 17-hour show. So we'll get back to normal format shows next week. That's the way that it will go. Um, I I don't really even know where to begin. I guess I'm going to start with Brandon because um, if you don't know the the full story, um, I I don't – for example, I think that, Aaron, you were going to go up for part of the weekend, but you weren't planning on going to WrestleMania, Yeah, I I, I was going Friday and Saturday. Right. I was going to go up for Friday – uh, AJ, I'm, I think you were planning on doing the whole weekend, right? It's... 
Yeah, well, no. I was going Thursday to Monday always. Okay, right. So yeah, you were planning on going up the whole time. But we weren't all planning Oh, you mean on... Oh, you mean Oh, you mean like before, before right, I mean, like in, ja- in right. January. Right. Oh, no. I had no interest in going at all. Okay. So this is where we were. We had all done and I was and I was going to go on Friday as well. Okay. So that was where we were. We had all like uh, except for Brandon, we had all done the WrestleMania thing plenty of times and you know, we just sort of said, hey, look, you know, New Orleans is amazing. New Orleans is everything. New Orleans greater than sign. Right. Yeah. And so, like, we kind of, we've shot our wad a little bit. Plus, AJ had hosted us the year before, and so that was a home game, and, you know, that was kind of special. So we were just, like, we were just sort of tapped out. Hey, it's close enough that we can run up for a day, but we're not going to do the whole thing. Brandon, um, you know, take you can take tell the story from there um, about what ended up unfolding that turned into – just an absolutely amazing weekend for all of us. So as everybody knows, or should, I have colon cancer. Um, Boo, cancer, <laughs> Wait, wait. Which what? is uh, <laughs> pretty much gone for the most part. I've got two little spots left on my liver, which I am getting surgery on tomorrow. Um, so, animal, animal. <sighs> so... So, you know, I've got some more stuff to do after that. But essentially, that's the story. Um, and so because of that, lots of people are doing lots of nice things for me, which I will graciously accept. And some of us are calling you assholes. So no, no, calling, no I disagree completely. Cancer boy gimmick is definitely way over. For the most part. <laughs> for the most part, it is. That's Wait, way over. Living the we gimmick. Got, Brandon, we, Brandon wasn't even with us when me and Glenn went to that the cupcake place. That is true. <laughs> The cupcake place in New York City has more followers than me, by the way. Yeah. Uh, and and also on top of that, they gave Brandon two free cupcakes just because they were like, "How'd you get? Are you guys here for WrestleMania?" Yeah. They were like, "How'd you get your tickets?" We told them. And Brandon, who wasn't even there, left with two free cupcakes. I had to walk around what? New York all day carrying these like, cupcakes. That's like ten dollars worth of product that they just gave yeah, away. Yeah, right. No doubt, man. Cancer boy gimmick is so over. Oh, so so anyway, <laughs> I um, was bullshitting with one of my bosses the one night, and basically they suggested that I could go to something at Barclays at some point. And so I was like, well, it just so happens that there was an event I was going to buy tickets to and go on April 5th, NXT TakeOver. And so like a few days later, they hit me back and were like, yeah, we got you for that. Do you want WrestleMania tickets too? And I was like, you're yeah, goddamn I mean, right, I, I do. I guess. Like, I guess. Uh, right. yeah. yeah, sure, yeah, whatever. And whatever. so I said, sure. Um, and then they, they said something like, well, we're, we're going to make this happen. If if we can't get comps, then we're going to buy them. And I said, do not buy yeah. anything. Yeah, it's a little over the top. <laughs> yeah, Cause, because, you know, like, there are a lot of better things in my situation that money could go toward that aren't wrestling tickets. <laughs> so... <laughs> So anyway, um, so then they came back, and so then somebody emailed me and said, all set for NXT TakeOver and Hall of Fame and Raw and SmackDown and WrestleMania. So I hit up these assholes, and I said, hypothetically speaking, if I could get us tickets to everything on WrestleMania weekend for free, would you guys pay for wherever we stay? And you guys said, "Of course." I mean, yeah, like, yeah, was, sounds that, like a plan. That was a pretty, uh, duh, yeah, that was a no-brainer. <laughs> that didn't, that didn't require that much thought. Like, hey, you, this is be- this is before I knew you were going to have me live in this sweet life. Right. Right. So, so then we get the tickets. 
well, for the WrestleMania tickets, all the other tickets are will call. I get the WrestleMania tickets, and my first reaction is, God damn it, we're in the third level. This is bullshit. <laughs> Not bullshit, but you know what I'm saying. Like, I'm like, I was just a little bit disappointed. Then Aaron pointed out to me, because he had been to the state, right? You had been there before, right? No, I had, I had just been, I, had, I can't remember why, but I had been looking at the seating charts and stuff. Gotcha. So, yeah. so Aaron pointed out to me, he's like, wait a second, that's really good. Because I knew it was a suite, but I was just like, well, are we going to be so high up that we can't see in the ring naturally without looking at the TV? And that was my number one fear going to WrestleMania. Even, And I know it's free, and I should be gracious and all that stuff, and I am. But it was your first WrestleMania. Yeah. I didn't want to go to a stadium and see ants. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I want, I'm watching TV. I wanted to actually be able to see the ring. So then Aaron points out to me, like, actually, it says third level, but there's a technically first level, like right above the first level. And so then we got there, and the seats were incredible. Seats were incredible. <laughs> and then the Raw and SmackDown. Can we talk and, about? Can we just put over the fact that there was food and alcohol there? Yeah, for it, us to I, okay, I, this is where we have to step in because I got to realize, as many friends as I've talked to, and I, I think if, if I get people are going to complain particularly about the length of the show, but. It's almost like the way that we feel about WrestleMania, we can't even talk to people about it because <laughs> our experience was so yeah. much different than it's anyone so else's experience. We had ex- private bathrooms. Correct. Private. Like, private. Heating lamps. I, I can't tell you. <laughs> heating lamps in our seats. We, we, and, it, and it was a chilly night. As it turns out, it was a chilly night in New York, and yet we had a heating lamp over top of us. Yes, we had food, we had drinks, we had a private bathroom. We could walk back in and charge our phone. We could just By get up. Way. Guess what? I'm paying for all this shit tomorrow, motherfuckers. Why? Because <laughs> I'm getting cut open. Oh, well, yeah. You'd have to have surgery. Yeah. All right. The rest shout of us. Out, got- shout out, Cancer Boy gimmick. Forgive me. Great. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it is really difficult to talk to other people about WrestleMania because all I can keep saying is, yeah. like, yeah, it was, like- it was really long, but, like, we were okay. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like it like was we, great, we know, man. That was that was my best WrestleMania experience. Right, right. Yeah, we 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 know people who have who spent hundreds of dollars to sit behind a pillar. Yeah, yeah. A pillar. That ain't great. A pillar of disdain. Well, you know the other thing. The other thing is um, because of the snacks. Like technically, that's the way I'm supposed to eat right now. I'm supposed to eat like some snacks or like a partial meal, like every two hours or so. And when you're at a seven-hour show... Oh, yeah, you would have got, had to go to the concession that, line three that, times and missed, like, 20 spent, matches. Yeah, I would have spent, like, $100 on food easily. Yeah. Uh, we, you know, so it was good that we got the drinks and the... And, you know, it was, like, popcorn and hot dogs and... Pulled, was it pulled pork? Yeah, there was, there was decent food, man. It wasn't, you know, yeah. like, it was... Nachos with bean dip. And yeah, there was it was it was fine. Like it wasn't it wasn't trash uh, food. Let's not yeah. forget the pulled pork sandwiches that were to die for. Yeah, they, it was legit, man. It was a legit and pop and popcorn is like my favorite thing ever. So we had pretty much bottomless popcorn. There were some uh, subs out too. Like I honestly couldn't have asked for a better situation. So I, that's why I wanted to start with you, Brandon, because I think for the totality of the weekend, right? Like this being your first one, um, pop your cherry. You know, and there was like three things that you guys knew I really wanted to happen, and they all fucking happened. Right, <laughs> that too. Right, like the actual programming part of it, which we'll get into. But like, it's it's insane that like the the things that happened that we got to see. And then on top of the fact that at Barclays, for every event, we sat in the wheelchair row, yeah. which I felt a little bit bad for. Yeah. When like 
people with real wheel like real people in wheelchairs would show up and like there wouldn't but, wasn't but then you then all you gotta do is tell them bro i got cancer shut up <laughs> I, I actually did say that to the first i didn't say shut up but the first person we rolled in like the attendant kind of checked our tickets like three fucking times and do you remember that i do like when we were yeah, I do. I do they kept checking our tickets and i was like listen i was like i know this is weird but I've got cancer, and they didn't know if I was going to be messed up or not. And she's like, oh, no, no, it's fine. It's like, okay, if it's fine, then why'd you check my ticket 14 right, times? Right, you know what right. I mean? That actually happened to me at SmackDown, too, but you guys weren't there. But the same thing, like, they were like, let me see your ticket again. And I was like, I get it. I have cancer. They I'm set not me in up. a wheelchair, right. but I'm... I'm- but they thought I might be. From the so. Out. so, so the weekend was really for Brandon. Um, your yeah. which was fucking great, right? Your your because, ex- yeah, we all got to live off of it. Jesus Christ! I mean, like we all, it was a big win for all of us. Not even just that part. It was it was fun to watch Brandon's excitement for his first WrestleMania because I remember that feeling at WrestleMania 30. Yeah, yep. he, he, Brandon yep. genuinely woke up on Sunday morning giddy. Like, he legitimately woke up on Sunday morning playing the music. Like, and we were all up until like four or five yeah. o'clock in the morning. So I'm sure everybody was like, okay. Yeah, he was straight up <laughs> giddy. Like, oh, it our was, neighbors hated us. Oh, no fucking doubt. No fucking doubt. We were awful. Um, but especially AJ with his fucking uh speaker or whatever that was. <laughs> I need music to shower. It's a real thing. Actually, I do the, I do the same thing at home. I actually kind of respect that. <laughs> like, I gotta be honest, I respect that. But Brandon, give me your just your for from this being your first one. Um, you know, how did it how did it live up to your expectations? You know, like just give me that whole rundown. It was it was kind of crazy. Like, I mean, like at the same time, it's the pomp and circumstance of WrestleMania, and it's cool to see all the production and all that. At the same time, then part of you is just like, not to be like, uh, go in the other direction a little bit, but like, like part of you is like, okay, it's just a show on a really big stage. You know what I mean? I mean, because, and we'll get into the nuts and bolts of some of it. It was just a really good show, right? And, but it's like, it's kind of, you're just like, okay. Like, (laughs) I don't know. It was hard to describe because it didn't, like this year they didn't do a lot of the extra shit that they do have done in the past so it just felt like they just had to you like, don't think word life yeah there was that like the stage was the most basic stage they yeah yeah no there, I, there was a lot of the pomp and i'm not talking about i'm not talking stage. about the wrestling part of it i'm talking about like all the extra celebrity stuff and like like in the past there'd be like seg like segments that weren't i mean there was that segment but like it, and it, I'm not saying this is a negative. It was just like unexpected for me. I kind of thought there would be more backstage, and I, it's it's actually a positive thing because it was more of like a pay per view that's the way you would want to see it live, where there's not a lot of downtime. It was a and wrestling not a show. Of, it was just like bam, yeah. bam, 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 match, match, match. You know, um, and maybe there was more than we. <laughs> going back to Glenn's comment, maybe there's a little bit more that I remember just because we could just turn to each other and be like, hey, you want a hot dog? Dude, we, wanna... we could get up and walk away after every <laughs> yeah. match. Like, like literally. someone would get pinned, I'd be like put, in there getting food. I have, you know? to put over, I have to put over the pulled pork sandwich again, man. It was <laughs> phenomenal. I got to put over the fucking heaters because. It saved the, it saved the yeah. night. Literally the fucking MVP of the night was the goddamn heat lamps. Oh, my God. When I looked up and saw that thing. It changed my world. <laughs> like it, I was able to take my jacket to us. off. 
Yeah. The assholes next to us weren't using theirs. Right, so I could right. Feel like the breeze coming from their side of right. the thing, but but it really did save part of the night. Um, guys, you know, like we've done, you know, I've done three of these. You guys have done more than I have. Um, I, you know, New York's kind of a disaster. Like I, New York's fine. It's not a knock on New York. It's the spread out nature Fuck of New it. York as a host. Right. Like it's for a, it's a rough. Yes. And as we've said before, just put Manny in fucking New Orleans every year for God's sakes. Just put it in God. In New Orleans is the most perfect place to host every New Orleans year. every single year. Correct. Like and it's really hard. I'll, I'll let it. Do, I'll let Vegas have it every now and then. Maybe. Oh, I'm, I'm it. Yeah. But like. It's, oh yeah, I can't. You do know as soon as that new stadium's done, we're gonna. I'm going to that mess. Yeah. Twenty twenty three. It's twenty twenty three. I'm telling you, uh, it's it, it's tough to compare. 2023 is about enough time for me to get to the main event. Yeah, you got a few years. It's good. 20 is LA. Twenty twenty two is Atlanta. Twenty twenty three is Vegas. That's, I will, that's happening. I will, hey, I will tell you this: if LA is legit, we might have some pull there too. Well, that's something we can talk about. <laughs> that's something we can talk about. <laughs> I just then. realized Shout out, today. Cancer um, well, for yeah, damn sure, better not still yeah, have it. He'll be cancer, he'll be but. well removed from cancer, but we'll still say like, remember when Brandon had cancer? Yeah. <laughs> remember how awesome it was? Oh was no, like, bro! I, 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 wheelchair I spots. I know you're about to beat this, so I'm not even worried at all. But just so you know, for the rest of your life, you will be cancer boy in my eyes because <laughs> of all the greatness that you were able to provide for myself this weekend. Uh, that's true. Also, you always do get to credit yourself as a cancer survivor. So, like, that's I feel true. like there's something true. to be said for that when we and get to LA. And it also makes you way more of a badass. That's all, I'll, you, I'll be like yes. Brock Lesnar guy, and I'll just start wearing a cancer t-shirt for, like, every... Ro- I made forever. cancer yes. tap out. Ride it's like it Baron Corbin can now say you always beat Kurt Angle. You can always say you beat cancer. That's true, too. Um... Look, you know, the weekend The weekend was amazing. It really was amazing. Um, it's all of Except. It. Well, except for what? The disaster after except Mania? Oh, yeah leaving, yeah, leaving WrestleMania except was a complete shit show. Except for standing in the rain yeah. for like two hours. <laughs> that was an utter shit show, yes. That was By a the com- way, a lot of fans were privileged to hear a live episode of Jobbing Out. That's true. That is true. <laughs> and like a delirious episode of jobbing out too. Like it we were was so busy like yelling at each other, we didn't realize how shitty the situation we were in was for like an hour. Yeah, I started to notice. And a- then after about an hour, it was like this fucking sucks. Yeah, AJ AJ was the first to turn. We were having a great time because we were coming off the high of a what really was. Look, I get it. It ran forever and. The first half of WrestleMania. Dude, I, I hate that. I hate that we have to say that. Let me make one thing clear. Yeah. If you think WrestleMania is too long, don't fucking watch. Or go, or whatever. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I probably agree with you. There is, there's some amount I do of... Wi- I do wish it took an hour less, though. Why? Because, I mean, I think there was about, an, you know... I, the show, like... like I don't want to lose that. time from anything that I saw. Was it... Was it a long show? Did you have to be prepared for it? But you, it's not like you didn't know the motherfucker was going right, to be Right, no, of course. Ex- exactly. If you're buying tickets, you know what you're getting into. Apparently New Jersey Transit did Yeah, that part, that part's Every single person in that oh, stadium has also spent eight hours watching fucking college basketball on the opening weekend of the tournament. So I don't want to hear none of this shit. Uh, here's what I would say. I agree with that, and I would actually even argue. I don't like know why this argument isn't made before. You're spending an exorbitant amount of money on these tickets, right? Well, they're giving you fucking seven and a half hours of wrestling for the That's exorbitant correct. amount of money. Like, I, you know, I get it. It's a lot. But, like, given the amount of money that you're paying, you're getting a shit ton for what you're paying. So I, there is AJ. something. I'll take it a step further to what you said. How about college football season? People literally sit there from fucking noon until midnight and watch football. 
Like I literally know people. And that NFL do that. Sunday. Also, true. NFL Sunday yep. is not as long, but yes. Also true. I look. I I I had a great. I thought WrestleMania was great. I thought the first half was the most perfect thing I've ever seen from a wrestling show. From kickoff to Kofi Kingston was flawless. I think okay. after that, the, what are you going to bitch about, asshole? The only I thought after <laughs> I that, the only the only issue to me was me that, neither. No, the only issue to me afterwards is the Triple H Batista thing. I thought slogged on a bit. I don't think it needed to be a sure. 40, the forty yes. plus minute match. After that, outside of that, I think it was amazing. And that small complaint, which I, it, by the way, I thought Triple H Batista was good. Like, I thought it was a good match. I just didn't think it needed to go for 40-plus minutes. Um, outside of that, I've got no complaints. I had a great time and thought WrestleMania was wonderful. Again, we were sitting in a suite. We were having free food, the whole deal. Like, I, I'd throw in that caveat. But, like, we were coming off that high walking out of the stadium. We were walking out of the stadium after having, Everybody know, was happy. I don't think we've ever had all four of us be that happy No, before. no. And so we're all like high five and this couldn't be better. Yeah, it's usually just me because I'm the only person that is happy Roman won. Yeah, that is true. That's a good point. I was like skipping over to the merch stand. Right. Buying more merch on the way out. Like it could not have been more glorious. And for about an hour that wore on. And I noticed AJ was the first to turn. AJ was the first who realized the situation. He was the first that got the gravity I think for me it was I didn't know like when they cut off train service. I, I I was I was I was literally like recognizing how long like the lines were when they did move they moved very fast and there was a lot of movement but the line was so long and I was recognizing the time and I was like yo I know for a fact cuz I've done it before if you don't catch the fucking 3 o'clock train or the the 2 o'clock train out of New Jersey to New York City or the three o'clock train from New uh, New York City back to New Jersey, you are fucked until six a.m. That's not <laughs> ideal. Obviously, that's not an ideal service. You know what the best part about it was, though, the way he said it was like, like it wasn't like it, I, I remember AJ being like, "Yo, man, train's done. We're fucked." And it was, <laughs> it was like in the most matter of fact way. Right. It's, I almost didn't believe him. I thought he was fucking with us, and, and I was it, like. No, that's not true. And he was like, "Yeah, I'm calling an Uber right now." <laughs> like, it, okay. it, as, as we as we found out the next morning, apparently they had called it well before, and they were only yeah. running like one train at yeah. a time. It was an S show. It was a complete S show. But this is this is how amazing the weekend was. That otherwise would have been an utter disaster that we'd still be flipping out about for forever. And yet, coming away from it... Once we got home, we didn't even care. Correct! That's how (laughs) good the weekend was. We got our wet clothes off. It's like, oh, wait, we're dry again. Yeah, we're good. (laughs) Like, we got home, we're good, right? Like, we threw AJ's, you know, some money in order to cover the exorbitant Uber, and we're like, eh, whatever. Like, I've paid $40 for an Uber myself before, you know, like, I... I ended up paying that basically that much for an Uber to get the mega bus on Tuesday morning because I was just nervous about uh, my timeline in that situation. Like we were sort of like, yeah, that sucked, but like, eh, whatever. It couldn't whatever. dampen. Whatever, it's fucking forty bucks. I don't give a shit. Right, like it could yeah. not dampen the overall enjoyment of what was just such a fucking wonderful stretch of days. Like it, I, I can't get over how good every year I always walk away from it feeling. I'm like, man, that was awesome, and clearly. You know, the, the, as Brandon alluded to, the overwhelming moments that stand out from the weekend add to it. Um, I wasn't there like you guys were for the Daniel Bryan thing in New Orleans, so I can't quite compare it to that. And I know that, that Loser! Was, yeah, that was over the top and maybe the biggest one ever. Yes. But, like, 
you know, holy shit, man. Like, holy shit. It was just great. It was fun. It was fun throughout. Take just over. so you know, if you would have, think about this right now. If you would have been there in New Orleans, you would have got to drink with Alexa Bliss. Yeah. And yeah. Flair yeah. And he wasn't, he, he wasn't even talking about that aspect. Right. Cold. Right. Right. All of those things. Um, um, by the way, I'm looking at. And Kurt and Baron Corbin who beat Kurt Angle. Right, I don't know if you guys heard that, but Baron Corbin beat Kurt. Hey, did I tell you that funny Kurt? Fuck you guys, Kurt Kankles joke. Did I ever? It didn't tell end you? up mattering, Brandon. Uh, it did end up mattering. You're right. All right, is this where we transition? Like, what else do we yeah. want to talk? Hang on, let's just knock out anything else we want to talk about from our weekend before we get into the WWE's weekend. What else do we want to cover from our weekend? AJ and I had a nice date on Saturday. We actually wandered around like, uh, like we 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 joked at one point that we'll always have New York because we, we like did we did have we, we did have a, a man date on like, Saturday legit like, like bouncing. we woke up yeah and we were like fuck it let's go to the city we got pizza at uh at French Street Pizza we walked down the street I got a gelati in Little Italy. We, I met some cool people. Like I met your friend Howie, and I really liked Yo, him. Yeah, that was that was awesome. That worked out that way. Um, our, and so, we were cracking up. Like he was cracking me up. Like yeah. he's so funny. And then he bought me a WrestleMania shirt, which was awesome. Yeah, Howie. If you guys don't know, uh, Howie has done our art. We actually have to have him do new artwork too because we got to get Brandon in now. Um, Facts. Howie's done our artwork. He does AJ's artwork for. Yes, he does. He um, got both of my album covers. That's right. Um, Howie Knoll is one of our favorite people, and we'll get him back on the show here soon. And as it turns out, because AJ had to duck out early on Monday, um, we had an extra check at the Raw, and Howie happens to live in New Jersey, so it worked out that he was able to come with us. And this, like, he was so appreciative. Yeah, and that was really neat too. Like Howie's the best man. Like you know, he's been a friend of mine for a really long time. He did artwork for me dating back to like 2005. Like that's like it's an unbelievable thing. And, um, like, Howie had this interview, this radio interview that he had to do. Oh, yeah. Because of his, <laughs> like, he's he does a graphic novel, and he was doing this, like, national radio interview at 1 a.m. on Monday. And so he was like, I think I got to, I think I got to roll, I got to roll out a raw at 10 o'clock to go, to get back to New Jersey and get back to my house to make sure I'm situated. And, like, we were like, are you fucking serious? Like, that, like, could you imagine, like. The raw after mania, you're gonna risk that last hour. Yeah, right? we were like, "Fuck that!" Just come back to our Airbnb. Yeah, and so because AJ had rolled, we had the extra ticket, and then like he had like his room was available, and obviously Aaron and I both had to leave too on Monday night. So like all these rooms are available, and so we're like, "Bro, just come back here." And he it like changed his life. Like he was like, "Oh my god, I can stay." He got a whole bed and everything. Yeah, right. Like it he was. Bought, really he cool. bought he bought us chicken at like three in the morning. Yeah, or I saw whatever that. time that was, yeah. one in the morning. Yeah, he's the best man that was cool um it was great to see everybody obviously like all the listeners that came up during the course of the weekend thank you mania crawl was fun mania crawl was dope as always i didn't even drink and it was fun mania crawl was so much fun the only drink i had all weekend was a little bit of chardonnay when aj poured it out on sunday night and said i gotta be honest aj did coerce me both into eating pizza and drinking alcohol this weekend yeah i made your life better i'm glad i didn't spend more time with him because god knows listen dude you can't go to new york and not eat pizza like what's wrong with you and that place was as legit as aj uh, pointed it out to be it was absolutely as legit as he described it to be it was amazing oh do you know what else was crazy about our weekend east i tell you you know what's crazy about our weekend 
we saw some fucker attack Bret Hart. Yeah, <laughs> that thing. was some shit. Brandon and I were there for that. AJ uh, left like right before it happened. Yeah. Like, literally and, like and I it, think he was gone for like 15 minutes. Right. Aaron something. Aaron had gone to the the MSG show that night. Yeah. But like well, I was only there to see Tori. We all understand. Yeah, holy Fuck that! Like Brandon and I, like we're both looking. Like what the f- what? And we, and we had such a good angle. Like we yeah. could see Travis Brown like beating the fuck. And, like out we of saw the guy. it coming, and we knew and, something was going on. But we were like, we just didn't know what the fuck was happening. Like was the crazy. the best. Well, I saw the guy jump in the right, ring, right. and then and then like uh, and tackle Bret Hart. And I, at for a second, I was like, this isn't fake. Right, like right. I mean, like I had to think about it for a second. And then when I saw the way the wrestlers were reacting, I was like. Ooh, this is definitely yeah. not fake. And Harry Smith was yeah. like trying yeah. to get to the guy. He was going to murder the guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, that shit was crazy, man. That and shit. then, and then when like the security finally kind of got control of it, Dash Wilder emerged from his seat and yeah. cold cocked the guy in the face. Yeah, that was that was an amazing moment. That was amazing. Because uh, then he got a pop at uh, WrestleMania because right, yeah. of it. Right. That actually also led to uh, another underrated best moment of the weekend, which was uh, the drunk that we met on the train. Oh, at, yeah. Oh, yeah. 3 a.m. How about the guy? Yes. Who, the, the, uh, I mean, tell me this. Okay. Okay. At, at, first, from was, uh, at first, I was like, please. Oh, yeah. All right. So, so, let's, so, wait, yeah. Let's, let's set this up. This is 3 a.m. We had just gotten out of the Dolph Ziggler show at Caroline. It was also great, by the way. Holy yes. shit. That was also I really totally good. I forgot about man. that, but that was an amazing time. Yeah. We, um, uh, we, we get on the train and we're headed back to Bed Stuy. And we're, we're talking about wrestling. Live from Bedford Stuy. By the way, I'm so happy that we decided to live in Bed and, and it was do- totally a good spot. Like, uh, we, we'll beat up AJ for the uh, the, the tub situation. Yeah, but the back of that oh, we have to talk about the yeah. fact that we had all had to shower <laughs> yeah. with the hose. Yeah, we had, to bathe, we had to bathe each other all weekend. Uh, it was, it was, the best was I told my wife about it, and she's like, wait, how the fuck is AJ going to use that? <laughs> yeah, by the way, that's why we didn't publicize the porn thing very much, because we had no TV, no Wi-Fi, and no shower. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I like yeah. how she was way more concerned about how AJ was going to Oh, no, shower. we did have Wi-Fi. I guess I just didn't give you guys the code. You oh, son of a, a lot, bitch! Asshole. You son of a you bitch! Never, you never asked, so I assumed that Heel! you got linked up. Heel! Heel! Oh, Heel. my God. On top you of that. You guys literally never asked. Motherfucker. Anyway, so let me go back to this. We got to deal with that. You're an asshole. So um, we, we're on the train and we're talking about whatever happened that night. And this dude, I thought he was special needs. I feel really bad about this. Oh, he was I, well, so, he so was drunk. so fucked up and he's holding a bottle of a can. He's holding steel a can reserve. of steel, steel reserve. reserve. <laughs> like, what? And so this guy comes up to us and he says the following. I'm going to do my best impression of him, right? <laughs> yep. And I'm like, uh, uh, hey, dude, uh, cool, man. Well, we're going to be over here. So, like, why don't you wrestling, wrestling, wrestling? I'm like, what? What the fuck is this guy's deal? And as it turns out, he's just a drunk Brit. Like, he's an insanely drunk Brit. Once um, once we cl- we could get calibrated to the fact that he was British, right. then we could understand what he was saying. Like, it was still everything was <laughs> – like, you didn't understand to begin with, and he was pissed drunk. But, like, if you tried really hard, you could get it. Yeah. He and, was kind of talking like the roadie from Wayne's World 2. Yeah, sort of like that. But so like he goes that, th- almost like get Aussie like, on stage that night. At one point <laughs> it, it, like and every it was perfectly British cuz like he could do improv. Like literally anything we said 
as but pissed drunk, very funny as pissed drunk as he was he had an immediate retort to all of it like we you said something like uh you guys uh, think triple h or batiz is gonna win we're like triple h obviously and he just looked like triple h is a cunt and i like, <laughs> <laughs> it was really wonderful and then what? hey yeah, did you guys see did you see bret hart Anyone who talks Bret Hart should be murdered. It was the line of the fucking weekend. Anyone who touches Bret Hart. I think it was Hurts. I think anyone who tries to hurt Bret Hart should be murdered. Anyone who touches Bret Hart should be murdered. But he said it in that wonderfully drunken British way that was so matter of fact. And and you even you question you're like murdered? Are you sure? Not just just you know beat up good. And then he re- he reiterated, yes, and, he should be killed. And then I actually it sold me. I mean, he was right. <laughs> like, I was on board with it. They should be executed. But we went we went from like not wanting him around. Yeah. To like he actually at the end asked if we wanted to go smoke weed with him. And if it hadn't been five in the morning, I completely would have gone and smoked weed with that guy because he was a great dude. Um, so really, his, his brother looked like someone who would gank yeah, you the, in an No, alley his brother now. looked like the Unabomber. Like, it was very uncomfortable, but... Um, <laughs> he had a real mean-looking brother yeah. who was also hammered. Like, and he was sitting there with, like, Joe Pesci's clothes from Home Alone. Yeah! yeah that's exactly what he was dressed <laughs> Wow, like. that's a great call. Wow! And, and, like, he did not smile. Like, he was like, hey... These are these are my friends or whatever, and his brother. He's like, this is no, my brother, and his didn't, brother just stared. Didn't flinch. I didn't Did even realize flinch. it was his brother because they were so completely different. Yeah, yeah it was real. Well, weird. you know, the guy had a beard, and the other guy didn't, so that's sometimes hard to like see the resemblance or whatever. Uh, AJ but, AJ showed up in my room at fucking five in the morning the first night, like a goddamn <laughs> asshole. That's true. So I thought it would be funny to wake up Glenn and tell him not to wake me up in the morning. <laughs> And it was. It was, it was really, it was fun. really funny. Until. So I wake up in the morning and I say, well, obviously I have to try to get my heat back because this mother, if you just saw, he put it up on his Instagram story, so you should have seen it there. But he comes in, he flips the lights on and he says, Glenn, don't wake me up in the morning. Which <laughs> <laughs> is pretty hilarious. And I just look I back and say. I say, you motherfucker. And then we talked for a minute. It was fine. But like in the morning, yeah, the morning I realized I have to get my heat back. So these guys woke up again. We got like two hours of sleep. These guys are awake at like 8 a.m. every day. I'm just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? But I'm um, I have to get my heat back. So I obviously have to go in and stink face him. Like I have to go in and, and, and do a rikishi and put my ass in AJ's face because you have to get your heat back after, you know, he gets one over on you. So I announced to the boys, hey, we're going to go do this. I need one of you to film it because I Which, have to. by the way, I completely respect. Yeah, but you have to do that, right? Like that's the way it works. You have to do something like that. So I go in thinking, dude, AJ just got home a couple hours ago. He's clearly gonna be completely out. So this will work just fine. The moment we open the door, AJ fucking pops up like the Undertaker out of the casket. <laughs> like nothing I've ever seen before. I used to live with one Joseph Villano. Fair. And he used to like to play a lot of fucking sleep Fair. games. <laughs> I swear to Christ. I've never seen anything like it before. Now, he doesn't really know what's going on, but he's fucking up. Like, he is ready for whatever it's going to be. I have no choice. I'm committed to the bit. I have to go stick my ass in his face anyway. And again, to AJ's credit, he knows that it has to occur as well because this is the give and take of pulling a prank the night before. So he continues to play along with it. But like... It was, I've never seen anything like, dude, completely knocked the fuck out. Like, God knows, drunk from the night before, fucked up, exhausted, the whole deal. And he 
pops up like he is no selling. I mean, like I, he's fucking a Bella twin. You know what I mean? I'm talking like, like Leo Rush. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly. Hey, do you know what the right. other best heel move of the weekend was? So uh, I think it was Saturday. Glenn and I found a little spot to get some food. Oh, yeah. yeah. When we yeah. woke up, and we called AJ. Aaron was gone to do some dorky show or something. He went to Pancake <laughs> Sorry. and Pile. Shane Strickland's last indie yeah, show. Right. Yes. So. He goes to Pancakes and Pile Drivers. We're we're like, let's go grab some food and, and like just hang out for a little bit till we get the cobwebs out. AJ wakes up, we all get showers, whatever. I call so, and text AJ from the we found a decent little place. I call and I text him, I say, you know, like I, we should at least find out if he wants despite the fact that he woke me up like an asshole in the middle of the night, I'm the good and decent person. I say, let's find out if he wants anything. So I call, no answer. I text, no response. Say, all right, well, we're going to get our food. We tried. We did it. We did everything in our power, correct? Correct. We walk in. He's like, you assholes. Why the <laughs> fuck didn't you get We're like, we literally called you and texted you. He takes half of my bagel and eats half of that with one bite. <laughs> also, Shout out to Cancer Boy Gimmick. Also true. <laughs> And then I purchased two giant, like liters of fucking coconut water, liters, two liters of coconut water. Liters, actual liters. I say I'll have one now, and then I'll have one for later on the night when we're obviously going to be exhausted and coming back, and I'm just gonna really want some coconut water. So again, we go to the old. He's we go to the Dolph Ziggler show. We come back. It's fucking you know late as hell because we got to get the ride all the way back from Manhattan, and I go to the refrigerator. And I have no liters of coconut water. Because <laughs> this motherfucker says, oh, bro, the night before I was too fucked up, I needed one. So not only did he wake me up in the middle of the fucking night, he also drank an entire liter of coconut water. Heal! Heal! And to AJ's credit, he was just doing the, like, we're all on the same team thing. I'm going to take a bite of your food. What he didn't realize was I can't eat. Right. Because, again, you have cancer. That's what so I was that like, was. just eat the rest. And of he it. did offer you weed throughout the weekend. But again, which I truly appreciate it because I did like to eat the rest of that. Thing. <laughs> I it. All right. All right. Um, all right. Let's touch on some wrestling stuff, I guess. Uh, Wait, let's talk about Dolph Ziggler real, real fast. It was great. Uh, by the way, so, go see Dolph Ziggler if you get the chance. He's really he good. Was funny. He was funny. I, yeah. I, he wasn't like an amazing comedian, but he was great. It yeah, was worth his openers were good. He it was definitely worth the ticket that we paid. Oh yeah, we didn't have to pay for the tickets. That was amazing too. I don't <laughs> no, know. Yeah, it wasn't was because of anything other than a mistake. No, this was venue. not. This was not a cancer bit. Like I don't know yeah. what was going on at Caroline's on Saturday night. But like we, we all were, expected to pay thirty five dollars. I think. Yeah, it was thirty five dollars for a ticket. There were four of us because Terry went with us as well. Um, none of us paid a penny. <laughs> not yeah. a penny. We all they, just... they they did not expect that you know, especially after MSG and after the Hall of Fame, this slew of people to make it yeah, there were, without tickets. They were not prepared. They were in no ways prepared for that. So we go to the show. Uh, there's a female community who's fine. Um, and then uh, I actually I thought she was funny, but you know, I we are all there for wrestling shit. Yeah, so she was she, thrown off by the wrestling thing. She was. And um, which is weird because like she's been it's touring with him, I guess, right, for yeah. a year or something. But anyway, um, so then I thought the host was very prepared for the crowd. Yeah, he he did some, a pretty good job of doing some wrestling bits good, and yeah. stuff. Yeah. And then Ziggler High school guy. That was weird. Oh, so Dolph Ziggler's brother 
Is uh, that who that was? Yeah. 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 I yeah, didn't yeah. realize that's who it was. Okay. So Dolph Ziggler's brother, and I can't think of his name right now. Uh, Briley, uh, right? No. Um, his real name is... Uh, oh, I, I think he went by Briley. You guys are fucking nerds. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Glenn, you can give me the nerd button because I immediately knew it was his brother for that some reason. That is true. He really did immediately know that it was Ryan Nemeth. Yes, that's yeah. him. Ryan Nemeth. So he comes out and does this weird character bit, and Johnny, whatever you want to call him, Johnny, yeah, Johnny Nitro. Johnny Nitro. Johnny Mor- Caroline. Yeah, John on. Morrison, yeah. whatever you want to call him, right? He was part of the bit, and whoever that woman was, I thought she might have been a wrestler. But was that Taya? Was, was that Taya? Was that his wife? Taya? I, I, I was wondering. That might have yeah, been, been his wife, Taya Valkyrie from, um, from Impact. Yeah, that's who it was. Yeah. So Johnny Nitro and Taya come out, do a little part of the bit. By the way, randomly, Taya Valkyrie was part of the crazy crew of idiots I went out with after WrestleMania 32, which also included now WWE champion Jinder Mahal. It's fucking random. Who ruined shit. SmackDown. Right, ruined it forever. Forever. Fuck you, SmackDown. Aaron. Yeah, right. That's right. And I did scream that at him at Raw, I believe. Yeah, that did happen. That did yep. happen. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, then we got, and I got to do that at Raw two weeks in a row because Aaron and I went to That's Raw in DC. Fact. So, um, anyway, then, um... Dolph Ziggler did his set, which was pretty great and had a lot more little zingers at WWE than I would have expected, considering he still works there. Yeah, well, for um, all of them, really. Like, you and only... so, yeah, Glenn, do you want to... Well, um... yeah, like, so he brings out, you know, like they had, they had advertised that he would have friends that would show up, and um, I had heard the night before it was R-Truth, so I'm a little angry that we missed that, but um, he brought out Luke Harper, and he brought out uh, Ty Dillinger, and he brought out Tyler Breeze, and so, like, three of those four work for the WWE still. Um, they did a little bit where, like, Ty Dillinger came out to Tyler Breeze music. Yeah, Tyler Breeze that was came good. out to Ty Dillinger's music. And then Luke Harper appeared behind Ty Dillinger, and he grabbed his penis. Right, that did <laughs> and happen And tried to well. identify him yeah. by the size. Yeah, that was good. That was a good and bit. Sa- did he say he was Bray Wyatt? Yeah, yes. yeah, that's what he said. And then, okay, so the craziest thing of that whole show... So Glenn and I somehow got in the front row, even though we were like the last people to buy tickets. Yeah, that was dope. That was the dope. cancer boy gimmick again. Actually, had nothing they, to do with it, but yeah, it cancer was boy random. gimmick is so over. Is but you know what? Do you know what part of it was? We were two people, and almost everyone was there with like eight people. Yeah, so we just had like, the two spots that they were like, "Hey, go take yeah. them." We're like, "Shit, okay." So I was literally like, I could have like stood up and touched Dolph Ziggler. Could have like, grabbed Luke Harper's the, penis. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So Luke Harper threw the super kick on Tyler Breeze, and it was right in front of my face. I swear to God, you could not tell that it was a worked kick. Like it looked fucking crazy. Like as f- even being that close. Yeah, um, bro, they're pros. I know, but like you know, sometimes even from your seat, you can like see the hole in the move. Because like, Luke Harper is one of the best wrestlers on the WWE holy roster. Shit, really like good, I dude. thought he kicked his head off, He's and then, good. but he did hit. He did hit um, <laughs> Ty Dillinger pretty hard, dude. Like legit. actually hit him. Legit, man. <laughs> um, dude, yeah. Go, go, they, they go. That's what I'd be trying to tell y'all, man. Yeah, it ain't your homie. You can hit him hard because you know they know that you don't mean shit by it, and it looks better. That's a good point. Oh man, he hit the shit out of Ty Dillinger. It was fantastic. It was cool, man. But the, but you know, and then afterwards he did a Q and A, and there was a lot of interesting little. To, I mean, they were kind of fucking with the crowd, too, so it was hard to see. Some of it was kind of like, they mean that. Um, 
But uh, they kept busting on Ty Dillinger for not having a job. Yeah, it was great. Dude, it, it really was great. Um, if you I, get a chance to go to that show, go yeah, to go, that show. Go see Dolph Ziggler. I was very surprised. By how, like, I was like, yeah, we'll go do it because we'll go do it. It's something to do. It was a really good show. We had a really good time at the Dolph Ziggler show. Um, okay. Anyway. All right. Uh, Aaron, there had to be a loser this weekend. There, there was indeed a loser. And it was clinched fairly early in the process. <laughs> Like, yeah, we were only a couple hours into WrestleMania and we knew who the loser was going to be. Um, yeah, so I'll just, I'll just run down. I did before the show go down the, the scores finally, even though we, we knew the loser. Um, me and you finished with 14 correct picks throughout the, uh, the weekend. Uh, me and you, meaning me and Glenn. Uh, Brennan had 13 and AJ had 10. Oh, my. Is 10 not good? Not great. It ain't great. I know that much. That's not the number that you're looking for. On, on a 22-match uh, weekend? So here's the deal, right? Wait, wait, wait. So just so we're clear, this isn't baseball. No, no, <laughs> no. You're not going to the Hall of Fame. I'm so sorry. That's not the case. Um, we, we wanted to do the bet that we arranged because we wanted the immediate payoff that we had a couple years ago when I had to jump in the Gator Pond. We had, we, our heart was in the right place. However, no we, one was dickish enough to make what, what anyone we, go okay. anywhere after what we didn't what we, know. It was pouring down yes. rain. <laughs> what we didn't know was that we were going to be stuck outside, standing in the fucking cold ass rain until <laughs> two in the Four morning. Hours. Yes. <laughs> and then have to pay one hundred seventy-five dollars for an Uber. We none of those things were part of the plan for what was going to go down on Sunday. Again. Don't just don't fucking do WrestleMania in New York. Just go to New Orleans. Go to New Orleans. Last year in New Orleans, we were back on Bourbon Street by one in the morning. We were back having the fucking time of our lives. Uh, uh, AJ was super kicking people. Like we were pissed drunk again. Oh, five minutes after we walked out of the stadium. The best part of the weekend was the fact that all the listeners that came up to me bought me drinks on Mania Crawl. So I didn't have to pay for drinks the whole Mania Crawl. It was yeah. fucking great. Yeah, I was totally and fucking yep. drunk. And you nearly murdered a man with a chop. Literally. Oh, shit. I watched the man's yeah, chest and cavity. Made, and that chop raised $100 for Carly Stewart. Which Shout is awesome. Stewart. Awesome. But I watched the man's chest cavity move in. Like, I've never seen anything like that before. Um, but, yeah, so we decided. AJ, like, kind of gave us the sheepish guys. And we're like, no, no, no. We get it. We get it. Yeah. Like, there's, there's paying off a bet. And then there's actual cruelty. What we had been through that night. Everybody's clothes were soaked. It was just a disaster. So we decided what we would do is we would put it up to listener ideas. We need to try to come up with something that has a similar sting to AJ going to the Today Show. That can't be done. Can't be replicated. So we want something similar in theory, in practicality, in value perhaps for the show because he was clearly going to hold a sign that would have had at Jobbing Out show on it. So we need something of that ilk. So, Aaron, you're going to check the e- email this week? Yeah, but definitely tweet us. Uh, we'll, we'll wait for the week. I have two backup plans in mind if we don't get anything good for the listeners. But right. our listeners are great, so right. I assume we'll get something So we'll give you really guys good. a week, and then next week we'll make a decision on what AJ's pay- punishment will be. He did pay off another bet during the course of the weekend as uh, we, yep. we hit him with ironing boards. So uh, that did happen. Obviously, we still. I, <laughs> well, I wanted you to hit me more. I know. I look. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Before we get to the next pay per view, I'm gonna come up. I, like, I have an idea for something that we might do to kind of. I just think we're we got we're running out of bets. 
And I think we need to make it more like a year-long competition with a bigger payment. Well, we're running out of bets and no one's paying off the right. bets. Right, and it, well, it's just too much. It's overwhelming. Like, I, I just don't even know where to start, right? Like, and that's, it's on me. I'm not, I think in order to catch up, we're going to come up with a year-long concept where it has or a- Or at least quarterly, maybe leading I, up to every I don't big know, pay-per-view. I don't know, something like that where there'll be a bigger payoff at the end. So we'll try to flush that out in the next couple of weeks because I get it. A lot. Of we, got, we can make it like Impractical Jokers. Something, yeah. So I'm good with that. Something along those lines is uh, a season champion, a season loser, something like that. We'll um, we'll figure it out. All right. Um, I guess let's just take a break here. <laughs> I guess yeah. that's what we do, and then we will talk about all of the WWE things that we possibly can talk about in the next segment. There will be a lot of those. Um, as I don't know if you guys heard, it was WrestleMania this weekend. I'm Glenn. He's Aaron. He's Brandon, and he's the main event. AJ Francis. This is jobbing out. Around here, there are two kinds of chicken. Royal Farms' world-famous chicken and everything else. What's the difference? Royal Farms' chicken is always fresh, never frozen. It's hand-dipped in a secret recipe of herbs and spices and cooked on the spot right in the store. Chicken from anywhere else? Who knows? Hungry for some hot and delicious chicken? Get some Royal Farms' world-famous chicken. It's one of a kind. And don't forget the Western fries. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms. Back in here for segment number two of Jobbing Out, our WrestleMania recap show. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton, and of course... The main event. AJ Francis. All right, um, so yeah, we I, I don't know. What the hell do we even talk about, right? Um, crazy week. Obviously a lot that occurred. I, I guess we start with the fact that we kept saying in the final couple weeks leading up to WrestleMania... There's no way all three of these things all happen, right? Like, there's just no way that all three of these moments all occur on the same card. Well, as it turns and out, there did. absolutely was. Right? It's like Aaron always says, sometimes the most obvious thing is the thing that you... Oh, more often than not, actually. Um, so I always think of Aaron... Well, back, back in December... Vince told us we were in charge now. Vince told us that he was going we to did. do what we Vince, wanted. I, I wanted. I'm glad you brought that up, Aaron, because I was going to bring that point up. I want everyone to admit that when Vince McMahon said he was going to give the people what they wanted, yep. he did exactly that. Just like in the main event on Monday Night Raw. Exactly. <laughs> For one night, he did it. <laughs> um, you know what else he gave the fans what they wanted? What? I'm so excited about it. Guess who they have plans for, motherfucker? Uh, I hope that's the case. Well, yeah, actually, I thought they didn't have a plan. They had a plan all no, along. I, oh, it's amazing. I think that she by the way, the shit out of the women's by, champion by the way, two the nights way, in a row. The way this turned, she, knocked, she hit a clean right. The the way this turned from me saying I don't know if they have plans to you guys both selling the idea that I said there's no way that they have plans was first of all incredible work on your part. I'm not even <laughs> angry about it, and I don't even want to fight about it because I'm just gonna give you that. <laughs> Second of all, second of all, continue. Second of all, uh, an awkward thing occurred on Monday where I kept going on with a bit where I kept saying, I 
hope they do something for Lacey Evans. And then right before they did, it was passed along to me that Lacey Evans is a homophobe, and so I'm not particularly thrilled about it any longer. So I don't know how I feel anymore. I'm not giving that any credit. Uh, Dude, I don't know. Did, did you read the story? I didn't. It no, I don't really read yeah. it. I'm not a Dave Meltzer guy. It's so not a Dave really... Meltzer thing. Um, it's from other wrestlers. It ain't great. <laughs> it ain't great. Now, look, I hope I hope that perhaps that's not the case and she's I not. Mean, you know, like, I mean, she I, is from the South. Right? Like, yeah, I get it. I get it. I, like that that's pretty much her gimmick. Yeah. <laughs> like, I got, like, I got family in, I got family in Arkansas that, and in Carolina that feel kind of the same. I un- I'm not saying that people don't exist that feel I the same way. I personally don't. Yeah. Heal. It ain't Heal. great. It ain't great. And I was like, because my bit the entire time was, I pray to God they have something for Lazy Evans. And at the moment they finally did, I couldn't even fucking enjoy it anymore because I was inundated by that thing. Um, uh, but yeah, that that was also something that occurred. Look, going back to the, the three big ones, going back to that, going back to the fact that we got all three, um, I think a couple, a couple of us brought up that the fact they were able to space it out over the seven and a half hours um, worked out pretty well. That, you know, the... I guess the, the the moment I think you know, and we can do this bit. Go ahead, AJ. Ask us the question that you need to ask us. Who had the best match in WWE this week? It's oh Im- my it's god! Im- it's, it's not easy. It's not. It's almost impossible. It's almost impossible because you're weighing so many various things. I mean, right? there's, to me, there's one answer, but there's so many. Well, of course, there's one answer be. for you. Oh, <laughs> there, yeah. there there could be so many answers, but there's one answer. So, like, you know, it's tricky because this is also our pay-per-view match of the month uh, thing that AJ yeah. has been doing. So it really comes down to the, the moment of the weekend ended up being Kofi Kingston, in part because of the moment and in part because it came at the end of a tremendous match. Like, that, that the moment matched what the moment should have been. It was unbelievable. Yes, it did. Whereas the main event, again, I, I didn't have as many complaints about it as other people did, and AJ being one of them, by the way, which is weird. Um, I still thought that they, they went out there and worked, but the match, I, I'm not going to sit back and try to tell you that the main event was a you know a, a five-star match. It wasn't. It, was, it wasn't, and the crowd wasn't as hot as they were for the other match, in, in part because of how had, no, my biggest problem was that My biggest problem was the match was too short. Uh, probably was yeah. as well. I agree with that. But the- it, it was it was rushed, which is why it didn't live up to. Like I, I I really feel like everything that went wrong with the match was because it was rushed. It does feel that way. It does feel that way. So I'm I'm measuring any of three matches from Friday night versus the Daniel Bryan Kofi Kingston match, and yeah. it's really hard Same. because the moments are all you know like the Kofi thing was great. I'm such a sucker. You know, AJ nearly caught me crying on Friday night about the Johnny Gargano Tommaso no, Ciampa thing. No, he didn't nearly catch. You I wasn't crying. actually. I, you crying, I wasn't crying. crying. I wasn't crying, but I was sure as shit caught to the idea <laughs> that there was water in them eyes. Like yes. I will give you that. I like, wasn't crying, but there was something happening. That uh, tag match was so unexpected. Like not that it was good, but the way that tag match went, I expected it to go one way. I did not expect War Machine to be almost as athletic as Ricochet and Aleister Black. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and uh, big people fucking, are more athletic than little people. That's not new. Well, hold on. But Ricochet did – what's the move where you throw a guy over your, your head? Fall away slam? 
he did that to one of the war raiders. Yeah, that didn't that suck. That's insane. That, didn't that suck. was crazy as fuck. Yeah. That didn't suck. So and then of I, course I loved how they booked the match so that the so that the 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 guy, the flippy guys did power moves and the power move yeah. guys did flippy moves. Um it was really smart. It so, was wonderful. So, so here's another question I have to ask you guys. Did any of you watch any of it back? On television. I haven't had a chance I yet. I have not watched Not it. yet, but I will. Yeah. So I, I, actually, I watched a couple seg- a couple segments back. I had to show uh, my wife the John Cena segment because she hadn't uh, stayed up for it. But so the, but, the yeah. only thing I've watched back other than like tiny little clips that pop up on, on Facebook or whatever, but I actually watched um, half of TakeOver, um, and it changed my mind of what I thought the best match was. Um, although, although I haven't watched the main event, so that's still in my mind, but I originally thought the tag match was better than the Velveteen Dream, um, a Matt Riddle match. Watching on TV, the Matt Riddle Velveteen Dream match was much better. Um, there was all this other stuff going oh, on. Oh, you mean when I said that the Velveteen Dream match was better than that match on yes. Friday and you guys I, all I, called me I an changed. idiot that I, I was right? They're both incredible matches, but see the the things that I didn't see at the arena that I saw on the television match changed my mind. There was all these little storytelling things going on that you couldn't see from our vantage point or here, but things that they were saying to each other and like uh, the psychology of it. Like I thought that match was that might be now. Also, you guys both know that I'm like a homer the way. AJ is for Velveteen Dream for Johnny Gargano, so I haven't had a chance to watch that match on TV. But now I've recency biased of I think my pick would be Matt Riddle and Velveteen Dream. So for me, like, you know, I, I guess it depends on how you look at this. The third fall of Gargano yes. Cole, that's yeah, is crazy perfection. Yes, it's everything. It's AJ and I were beating the shit out of each other. Yeah, like, I mean, like at every false finish. It yeah. was unbelievable. And the people that bitch about, you know, kicking out of finishers, you fu- it's the fucking NXT championship match. Like you you want to bitch about kicking out of finishers like on NXT in uh, the middle of June, you know, like on a Wednesday night. That's one thing. It's the fucking NXT Championship match. Remember, you, British guy was upset about yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, like, there's a lot of people that just hate that anyone ever kicks. It, out in of general, a I do too. But in this sort of match, this is where you do it. Correct. Correct. You know, do you, do you know what else was amazing about that match? They turned the crowd. Yes. Like yes. Like at the beginning the, the, of the, the match, crowd the entire was that, crowd. That was actually a really tough moment too, because, because AJ was AJ was going on about what a what a heel Adam Cole was. <laughs> And I turned to him and said, "AJ, do you, are you listening?" Like, and he looked back. He's like, uh, "All right, you get this one." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's just to me the craziest part is the fact that I saw that was going to happen. But Adam Cole is the babyface of the century, clearly. I mean, it's unbelievable. But yeah, you're right. The the fact that they turned the crowd right from they where they fucking turned the crowd. From, I I was shocked. I I thought for sure. I didn't think they would boo him at all. But I thought for sure it would be like a polite respect. They turned the crowd by the end of the match. No question. Um, the third fall was everything. I, I guess you know, like the the if you want to say, hey, look, the the first two falls were were only good. They weren't you know unbelievably perfect the way the third fall was. Sure, that's fair. But it's really difficult for me to outweigh that. Um, so I'm between that and the Daniel Bryan Kofi Kingston match, which the 
I, I want to say this too. I think we need to be fair about the odds that are involved with that. Like, you're literally fucking fighting for the championship at WrestleMania in front of a crowd of 80-some thousand people and millions of people. And I'm not saying that nobody's watching NXT because a boatload of people are watching NXT, but it ain't comparable to what's watching WrestleMania. To deliver that on a WrestleMania stage, I think deserves to be weighed when we talk talk about any of these matches and comparing them that the weight of having to do what those guys did in that spot, um, it it really blows me away. That's why my vote ends up being for Daniel Bryan and Kofi Kingston. So it sounded, uh, boy. Um, Like, in addition to that, and and about the Daniel Bryan, Kofi Kingston thing, like you said, they turned the crowd, Adam Cole and Johnny Gargano turned the crowd. But in that match... How crazy is it that Daniel Bryan did not get a single cheer at WrestleMania? Like, I mean, it, I want to point that out. Right. It goes to show. I mean, that's obviously bigger than the match. It goes to show all the work that they've been doing for right. a long time. But, but that, but that added to the match. You know, we, yeah. we've always said that the crowd adds to a match, especially when there is a clear face and a clear heel, and the entire crowd is pulling for the clear face. That adds a lot to the match. You know. People, of course, Gargano. It was it was amazing, and then the Champa thing at the end. But the entire match, we were desperate for Kofi to win that match. And yeah, I think I'm going that way as well. Oh shit! So we're t- Wait, AJ. Did you confirm that you're voting for Velveteen Dream? Yes. AJ. No, I'm voting for Kofi. And oh Ryan. shit! Oh wow! Uh, okay, there it is. So uh, you can do the math, AJ, and let us know where we are. Um, I can't say enough about it. It that was, it was an incredible match. And, and I think that we need to talk about Daniel Bryan's place now, like with WrestleMania icons, right? Like that we're not talking about two of the greatest. Like, what are we talking? Two of the top ten? Two of the top? Five? I don't know. We'd have to really do this man. I, I will say this. Can you name someone else other than like maybe Macho Man Randy Savage that got severely cheered and severely booed? Right. At two separate like two of the biggest moments and they were on polar opposite ends of those two. You could moments. say like WrestleMania four for Savage and WrestleMania yeah, sure. five for sure. Savage, right? I mean, we're we're talking about him being moved into an echelon of performers that you know, it, it's it's above and beyond him just being a really good wrestler and one of the great technicians of WWE history. It's now that the Daniel Bryan character is is writing its way into um, infamy. You know, like they, they, we will we will talk about it in eternity. You know, like we'll talk about this. It's forever. in the pantheon of professional wrestling, uh, like names yeah. at this yeah. point. I mean, Look, it, we're, we're talking about. Saying Daniel Bryan's top ten, even close to top five, is not a ridiculous claim. Yeah. Correct. Correct. He's, he's he's up there, probably in the same tier as Jericho and Angle. I mean, you know, like you could argue. I think both of those guys only have like one truly, you know, oh, iconic. If, if we're, if, I'm just talking about wrestlers as a whole. I'm not right. talking about WrestleMania. If it's WrestleMania, they're well, I'm saying like I would, ahead of those I would, guys. T- I would tip the scale because of it. Is what I'm saying, right? Like those guys had amazing careers. Daniel Bryan, we're now talking about two of the most iconic moments in the history of WrestleMania. Which CM Punk it, never had a WrestleMania moment that was like either one of those moments. No. Yeah. No, like so. The Rock the never had a WrestleMania moment that was well. Like, Steve maybe Austin w- matches. 
okay, okay. You they, yeah, hush he, your goddamn mouth. <laughs> I, I, I would say kind of. That was Hogan? maybe the yeah. The Hogan was, thing was the one that I was thinking. Hogan of. Rock. Yeah, like, that was well, H- Hogan would have been the all one. All three I, of the Rock Austins. I yeah. hate you. Man. <laughs> okay, I fair enough. I, I was thinking of a single moment. I no, standing, standing tall at the end John because he didn't Cena, stand tall his at match the end. John Cena. I hate. Yeah, I don't consider that an all-time great WrestleMania moment. Cena. Um, look, I hate you. <laughs> Uh, it's no different than anything else. Um, look, I, you know, w- what else do we say? Daniel Bryan deserves every ounce of praise that he ever gets. And there's a reason why, you know, we're, we're so in luck. Cause we, we remember, oh, right. It's this guy. This is just one of the great performers in the history of the business. And we're, we're lucky that, that we were able, you know, thank God that he was able to come back and give this to us because there's, I don't I, like, this is the amazing part, right? The, maybe the greatest face in the history of pro wrestling did something as a heel that I don't know who else possibly could have done. Like, who else of this era could have stepped in and given us that? His facial expressions during this match? Yes. Right. When he was in the corner, like, waiting to give him the knee. I mean, like, everything was so perfect. And again, he's given us every reason to cheer him. The fact that he's still, you know, a year ago... We thought he might be, or a year and a half ago, he was done. Right. The fact that he is the most beloved guy. The guy that, you know, he's a great performer, and a great performer usually gets some cheers because, simply because he's a great performer, and he's so good Yeah, he didn't get a cheer. Aaron, that's a good point. Not only is he going, you know, you've got the 30, the WrestleMania 30 moment, but he came back from a severe, maybe neurological injury or whatever it was. Right. Like, you're never going to wrestle again injury. How the fuck is he the most hated guy on the show? <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable, man. And let's also make sure that we give Kofi yes, his flowers, Kofi, too. Yes, Kofi, absolutely. Because, like, it's it's one thing, the build-up and to be in the position. And AJ and I both, you know, beat him up a little bit because he flubbed the line last week. And, you know, we were disappointed that in the biggest spot that he didn't deliver perfectly. He was amazing. He was amazing in that spot on Sunday. Not just the match, but the same shit that we're talking about with Daniel Bryan. He nailed all of it. He nailed the storytelling. For a guy that's never been in that spot before in his career, to deliver like that in the first opportunity that he had to be there, you know, you can't say enough about Kofi Kingston. It's not just, hey, we wanted the moment for the underdog or for a lot of people we wanted the moment to finally have um, a black champion. It was this performer was given an unbelievable opportunity and knocked it the fuck out of the park on Sunday. Yeah, totally. There we go. There we go. We're all in agreement. Um, As we reference the women's match, yeah, look, we know it wasn't perfect. Um, AJ, you were really tough on them after the show. Like, you were really beating them up after the show a bit. I just didn't understand why they didn't have enough time. You know, like, if you want to build to the greatest WrestleMania main women's moment of all time, you got to give them a 20 minutes. Hashtag you Triple have, H. I'm a, I, I get it, but I'm just saying, like, also, Batista's last match with Triple H is also big enough that I understand why they gave them a long spot. But I don't know if they needed to be longer than the, the first women's main event. Right. That's a triple threat. Right. But I have, a, I have a question, though. Was the match as big as his dick? <laughs> I don't know. Um, that was a bit. That, that was a, was a, that was a trope uh, they kept going back to on Saturday night. Yeah. Every a, single question that Dolph Ziggler got at the end of the night it was about Batista's dick. And I, sometimes it would be like, so at WrestleMania 30, 
whenever Daniel Bryan won the championship, how did you feel? By the way, how big is B- Batista's dick? It was really good. <laughs> um, anyway, sorry. Yeah, look, I, I, I think we all agree it was not perfect. Now, that being said, I did not feel, like, robbed in the moment. In the moment, I still felt like it was great. And in a weird way, I kind of thought that it – and I guess the word is that that was not necessarily – the the pin was supposed to happen that way, but Ronda's shoulders weren't supposed to come off the mat is kind of the general agreement that we have from various people, that that was more like Ronda like, has literally never been pinned before in her fucking life. And so in that, she didn't know how, right. In that spot, it just didn't deliver. So, you know, there's nobody that thinks she went into business for herself a little bit. No, I have not. I have not heard that. What we've, what we've heard from various people is just genuinely like we, that the thought is that instincts kicked in like that instinctually. When I watched it, it looked like she did it on purpose. Her reaction was a little, you know, like I, I can see where you would come from that, Brandon, but the 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 people that are talking about it have said that the 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 consensus is instincts as a shoot fighter kicked in her shoulders came off it was a mistake that that was the way the whole thing was written up so the official just didn't want to fuck with it at that point and just decided to count the three anyway so gotcha. i'm i'm good with it because i'm good with it i'm going to choose to be good with it right like i it's it's a shame that that was there and that people were so caught up in it but I think the fact that Becky kind of had to steal a win is the way that it should happen when you're facing the fucking unbeatable person that you were facing. Um, I, I don't agree with you at all. Okay. I, I, I think this completely taints the – so, like, I think if you have someone like Becky that you – like, if you look at – now, I have the benefit of retrospect now of seeing Raw and SmackDown, mm-hmm. and after you see that – she should have had a strong victory, you know, because that's the way they're 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 not. If if they were, and and maybe Rhonda's injury has something to do with this, but if they were gonna have her steal the victory and still kind of be like the underdog, whatever, they wouldn't have her feuding with fucking Lacey Evans. You know well, what but I mean? They're She's having gonna, Lacey Evans go over her, like she, you know, Lacey Evans the, decked the, her and stood tall. The so second if, if she, night she did, she did, and, but but that's kind of it's a weird thing where if she had cleanly. Be, if she had made Ronda tap out or Charlotte tap out and then got decked by Lacey, like that would be a weird dichotomy there. Well, no, because she she didn't get knocked out. She stood up and looked at her while she was the walking second night? away. Yeah. Oh, she yeah, okay, yeah, her a little bit. yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah. She didn't like lay there knocked out. She got up and was like, oh, shit, she hit me really hard, you know? So, like, I, I just feel like they're not booking her like they're booking her like she dominated the match. You know, like, so it's kind of weird. I, that I mean, I think that, and by the way, somebody would point out and say, I would scream Oscar back when I say this. Um, when you beat Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair in any way, I don't really care how it happened. You beat fucking Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair. You and are... I also, you know me, I disagree with the fact that she pinned Ronda. Right. I you don't think you that should have happened like in a, th- a triple threat match. Um, yeah, Give Ronda her first loss in a triple threat match. And and I think the chaos contributed to her mistake, you know? Maybe, that, but I would also say I, I think this goes back to what we talked about with the unknown, right? Like, if Ronda really is walking away for a while, this notion that everybody has that she's just going to inevitably come back, I don't think that they can operate that way. It Like, somebody starting a family is such a fucking unknown at this point, and a lot of people have brought up, like, nobody thought Ronda was walking away from the UFC when she did. Like, there's a little bit of a... Wild. What are you giving Becky by rolling her the fuck up? 
Nothing. I, I, I kind of agree. I, I would have, especially with the way they they uh, built the match, I would have liked to see a tap out. The only okay, way she gets would... anything from defeating Ronda is if she pins her flat on the mat like after a finisher or if she makes her tap out. Her rolling her up like this does not give them back any equity that they would lose by her leaving. I would say two, uh, right, but I would say twofold. I think it leaves something there in case Ronda does come back. That there is something that you can go back to and it's it's left open, but yet you still got out of that. But it's only left open because she fucked up. Not even because she fucked up. Even if the, the, her shoulders had been down on the mat... Um, you would still it was, have it was a it was a crucifix pin. It wasn't. But it would have been better if she pinned Charlotte. Then she could come back and say you never beat me. But that goes that's back to a much better but, way. To but book that it. goes back to the unknown, right? Like not Who knowing. Who cares though? Who cares about but the they, unknown? They do. What they, <laughs> like they but what have they to. did was they didn't. But what they did did not give Becky anything. So my argument yeah. is, if they pin her and they give Becky something because of it, great. But this doesn't give her anything. Yeah, but we disagree there. That's I mean that's what that comes down what to. What does we it did, give her? It gives her the fact that she beat Ronda Rousey and nobody ever beat Ronda Rousey before. But she did it. Nobody had beaten her a bullshit way before. Like, she did something no one had ever done before. That matters. Like you, to, it's chintzy. I think it's like putting China in the Hall of Fame with five other people. Well, I don't disagree with that. Like, that's a completely different subject. I don't disagree with that, but I don't. Well, I mean, I think it's similar. It's like, okay, you did it, but you didn't really do it. But you know again, what I mean? Nobody else like, has that. Nobody. If, if Ronda had lost in other ways before and she was like the fifth person that got a weird win over, yeah, sure, you're right. But, but did you notice they didn't have her in the promo saying, I am the first person to ever beat Ronda Rousey? So not even giving it to her. See, this is the Baron Corbin argument. But I, but I, I think that... I conceded that you're correct in, in in that you were right and I was wrong about the way this should have been booked, and they did it, and then he came out and said, I beat Kurt Angle at WrestleMania in his last match. That's the way you do it. But yeah. the, difference the, being... the, the ring announcer said the man who beat right. Kurt Angle. Yeah. They right. are not doing but, this with Becky, which makes me right. But, but no, it doesn't make you right. You have a different opinion. Baron Corbin has to have that because he's got dick else. Right, like he literally has. I mean, he's got awesome slacks. Right, he does have good slacks. He's got that going for him. I just think that beating Ronda Rousey is like beating Brock Lesnar, and it there's so much, or beating the Undertaker, there's so much value in what that could give to someone, and they didn't use it. I feel like this is typically where AJ would come in and say they've got a lot of time in order to do something with that, like. It, that, and they eventually will, without a doubt. Yeah, like that doesn't that doesn't have to happen in week one. I'm not ne- that part of it. I won't necessarily argue with you that I I don't. If they ignore it and pretend like it never happened, that would be fucking stupid as shit. Like I'm with you on that. It's currently what they're kind of doing, but it's been it's early. Right. It's been a week, and and I the other thing I would point out too, and I had somebody, again, it's somebody who's tertiary involved. Um, remind me, don't. He said, don't read too much into anything that occurred this week. This week ended up sort of being like an all-star week for them. Yeah. That they, they, they were treading water till the shakeup. Essentially, nothing that happened this week is a certifiable, this is the direction that we're going in. And I, Although it feels like it kind of is. Like I think they showed their hand a little bit for the shakeup. And we can talk about sure, that. Some, they, I mean, they definitely showed some things, but... They could change their mind on Monday, and that's the other thing that sure. I was told is that the understanding that like there are there are there are people whose lives like married couples or dating couples and things like that that don't really know yet what's going on. Um, 
Like they, well, that doesn't mean that the, they don't know. It doesn't you know what I mean? mean that, but again, they didn't but tell they, the performers. Right, but they didn't know that they were giving Charlotte the, the SmackDown belt until a couple hours but, before the but, show. Right, and and if the reports are true, it wasn't until Sunday that they decided to put the belts on the Iconics. Right. That's. I mean, again, we don't know that with certainty, but there is a couple of reports that are out there. And obviously the reaction, the, the, the weird things that have gone on with um, Sasha Banks uh, sort of follow up on that. But... Um, you know, I, we'll see. We'll see how it all plays out. I, Brandon, what I'll give you is if they never fucking bring it up, that would be the dumbest thing ever. If they fucking let uh, Becky Lynch beat Ronda Rousey and then it's like it never happened, that would be insane. I mean, that would be fucking batshit insane and would make no goddamn sense. I would tend to think this is, again, a weird week in which they were getting through until they could get to the superstar shakeup and then they'll sort right. of feel things I mean, how, how many times did Paul Heyman say that that Brock Lesnar beat the Undertaker right, at WrestleMania. Correct. Every every time they spoke, I I think. I mean, were... do you remember that feud he had with John? Was it John Cena? Where he? Yeah, because that's who he beat for the title, right? Right. So so like literally, I remember going to Raw at um, I think it was in Washington D.C. and there was a commercial break. I think when Paul Heyman came to the ring, he stood in the ring and said. Brock Lesnar, the man who beat the un- like a hundred. I remember times that. Yes, that absolutely happened. And, and, and that's <laughs> like he literally said it the entire commercial and, break, and, and part the of, fans went nuts. And part of that is, in particular, trying to build up, you know, Paul Heyman as a heel, right? Like, like that's well, that's sure he's the biggest heel of all time. He's supposed to be that guy, but no, I, just I mean these things have value, and right, they need I, to use them, I agree, or, or why do it? But I think they clearly still want Becky to be a face and yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I but they right. still have to make be like she is the first person to ever beat ronda rousey so I, sending ronda home with her first loss is a face move yes yeah. yes but what i would say is you bring that up the next time she's staring down a big match like yes. when you're the next time you're working building a big match that's when you start to remind everybody who the fuck i am like that would be the way that that would go to you know in, in my mind but we'll see we'll see there's there's a lot of time to figure that out um, the other big one, of course, being Seth Rollins beating Brock Lesnar, as you just brought up Brock Lesnar a second ago. Um, you know, interesting the way that they drew it up. Uh, kind of weird, but I dug it. I don't, I, you know, I, I heard people talking about having a problem with it. I dug it. I thought it was a kind of cool way of doing it. Um, you can say that Seth Rollins did something heelish, but again, he did that in response to fucking having his ass kicked before the bell. So... But he already did it before. Yeah, that that's the problem there is it was a premeditated thing. And and because of that, by the way, I called the fucking match and bumped you on the shoulder and said ref bump, dick right. kick, right. curb stomp, right? And um it's fine. I mean, like, obviously I this felt like the get the fuck out of here Brock match, right? Um like it was just to get him out of there. That's what it felt like to me. Maybe get him out. Yeah. Get him, get him out first. Beat him quick. Get him, get him out. You know, like you know, it's a was a two minute match or a five minute match or something. Um, that's what it felt like to me, and I was fine with that because that's what everybody wanted, right? Like everybody wants him gone. So uh, it definitely was the all right. See you later. Yeah, I mean, it, it worked for me. It worked for me. All of it. I had no problem with it. Seth looked fucking great. Um, on Monday night, like they, the fucking yes. place lost their shit uh, for Seth, and so he comes out of it super strong and in kind of a top face type of situation until you figure out what you want to do there and when you want to have Roman re-enter the picture. 
And I'll um, tell you what, man, if he's not injured, which I rep- I saw that a report that he might be, this would be the perfect opportunity to bring Daniel Bryan to Raw. And for him and Seth Rollins, because there's so much to say, Daniel Bryan can say, you're just like me. Right, right. You're just right. like me, Seth. No, that would work. That would be really good. You ain't yeah. wrong about that. That would be fucking good as shit. <laughs> that would be incredible. But there's a report that he's hurt. Dan- well, everybody's hurt. Literally the whole fucking roster is hurt. Right yeah, now. Big E, Daniel Bryan, yeah. AJ Styles, yeah. Ronda. It's, um, it's crazy, think, man. There was one I other. I can't remember who it was. There was one other. But yeah. Um, no, Seth looked great, the whole thing. Obviously, the Monday night thing was a debacle. I mean, like, clearly, you know, you, you fucking had, as we kept talking about, at, at 10.33 on Monday night, you had everybody eating out of the fucking palm of your hand. You had the perfect yeah. Raw you after me. You had just given yeah. them the goddamn Undertaker. You know what I mean? Like, you had done all of this. And if you had just never announced... If you had just said, hey, we're going to have a match between Kofi and Seth Rollins. Have have the bar interrupt that opening segment and set up the match that way. Yeah, or just don't. Don't don't give us the match and pull the fucking rug out of there. Or just don't make it for the fucking belts. Like, just say, we're going to have a fucking champion versus champion match at the end of the night. It's an exhibition match. Then the stakes are down, you know what I mean? Like, And I get that what you're saying is, hey, you allowed them to build that up for three hours and try to keep the ratings up for three hours, and so that's what they did it, but... Holy shit, was that awful? That was. If you're if you're gonna ba- and if you're gonna bait and switch, you have to give the fans at least something they might be into. If that was Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly coming out, okay, we're into that. Yeah, that'd be a holy shit chance. Or even if it was Daniel Bryan and Drew right. um, McIntyre or Samoa yeah. Joe or whatever, right? Yeah, like, set, set up. I mean, it, set up, it, it couldn't have been Brock, but if it would have been, that, right. you know, like right. There were ways of doing that that would not have elicited what it ended up getting. I was waiting for uh, AJ. I hope you're still with us. I was waiting for AJ to flip out on everybody about what happened in the crowd in the final segment on Monday nights. I mean, that's what they do. <laughs> They're the worst, and I'm not surprised by anything that they do, because at the end of the day, fans are going to be shitty fans whenever the fuck they want to be, and I've given up on them. But what did you think? Do you think they that? Uh, what happened was, I mean, like, don't you think that they should have saw that coming? I mean, they should have, because at the end of the day, that was a fucking bait and switch on your ass. Yeah, <laughs> it was pretty bad. Well, remarkably, but the that's wrestling, been good all that's night. wrestling, though. I, then, it's, and, it's 2000 WCW wrestling. Yeah, that was pretty bad. I mean, like, you, you have to be, it's okay to do that, like Aaron was saying, but... You can't do it the way they did it. Yeah. Like, like you know, you, you might as well send out Bobby Roode and Chad Gable or something. Like, people would be like, what the fuck? I mean, it, there's very – the more you think about it, like, how many people could you really send out to not get that reaction? Not a lot. Again, you know what I mean? Like the, there's nothing – like, we like Cesaro and Sheamus. Like, we do. Like, we're right. – you know, they're they're fine. It's just that – Like, if they sent out – if they sent out – you know, the good brothers, they would have done the same thing. And in a weird way, if it had been a moment to try to, like, elevate Cesaro and Sheamus, even that might have been yeah. interesting. If, if, if you tell me coming out of the brand split that Cesaro is facing Kofi and Sheamus is facing Seth Rollins, 
I retract my statement. Maybe. I just don't believe that's happening. Yeah, maybe. But it, again, it just felt more like we just need to do something for the sake of doing it. And again, it's We all, just need to get rid of this match that we it's, pretended it, we were going to do. It's, it's all yeah, started. I mean, and it, I think people were really pissed off because it played off the idea of this, oh shit, they are merging all the belts. Well, I will say this. Glenn and I both looked at each other and said, this is bullshit. What's yeah, going to happen? Yeah, and Aaron yeah. and Howie said the same thing. Like, all of us immediately were like, dude, you know. It's- you guys thought that? See, that's funny because I didn't watch I didn't watch Raw until um, the next day because I, my flight situation back was so fucked. Um, and when they announced it and I found out about the announcement the day of, I was, like, scared to check all internet after that because I just knew somebody was going to spoil for me who won. Because you legitimately thought there was going to be one champion at the end of the night on Monday night. I really, because it made, it made a lot of sense, man. They just combined the women's titles. I'm thinking that well, they're combining all the titles. Right. There's a reason they just pulled all the women, all the women tag teams are going to be on both shows. Like, well, I thought it made a lot of sense. I will say this, AJ. I still think it's going to happen because I don't think you tease that without, without, I still think they want to do this. Um, I don't think you just randomly tease it on Raw to never do it again. I would say this is the and weird Kofi part. Kofi referenced it on SmackDown, by the way. There's Well, and there's two weird things going on. One, they have not... Like, they actually haven't combined the women's belt yet. Right. And that, I've tried to poke around... Technically true. Like, I tried to poke around a little bit on that. Like, remember there was a moment as they were introducing... Um, who who did the introductions to the women's match on Sunday night? Because he flubbed. Oh, and, yeah. And, like, they he forgot they, they hadn't like done the Charlotte thing yet they needed to do that and then they're gonna do so in that moment I think we all thought they were announcing oh we're unveiling a new individual women's belt and as it turns out he just flubbed he just made a mistake and he he got ahead of himself a little bit Um, but they haven't done that yet there's still two belts and Becky's defending both. So it, it's like when Rollins held the WWE and US right. championship at the same time. He that that wasn't unified. It could matter. It might not well, matter. You have to remember that also Daniel Bryan, um, and what Randy Orton and John Cena carried two titles around for however long, right? right. Until no, they the, finally no, that was that was referred to as one title. The WWE World Heavyweight. Yeah. Championship. So, but they held two belts, right? But they've so been. You can't really call this one title because one is Raw and one is SmackDown, which is why I think it's stupid that they call the belts Raw and SmackDown. Um, whenever the other men's titles are not called Raw and SmackDown, um, but look at Brandon, feminist one damn. Yeah, right. Sure. It is kind of it is kind of bullshit, but I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. It's just, and they are clearly referring to her as both Raw and SmackDown Women's Champion not the women's yeah. champion, you know, or the unified women's champion yeah. or anything like that. But you know things. if someone won the Universal in the world, they'd be they call him like the Universal World Heavyweight Champion or something. Something you like know that. what I mean? That's probably the it's case. It's just a it's just a mincing of words. I don't think it was one title. They had two belts until they finally revealed the new belt, which they had as the only championship for a while until they created the Universal title. I I'll, the only reason I'm pointing out is just because I'm saying I don't know that we know yet with certainty that that's that the belt. Of course we don't. Right. You know what of I mean? Like yeah. I, I I get it and we're you know we're all still trying to figure this whole thing out cuz we're not that, you know, we're we're only fucking at this point 5 4 months away, 4 months away from Fox. But if you um, look at the big picture, um it definitely feels like they're leaning that direction because 
I don't know if you remember this, but like a month or two ago, whenever they talked about the the women's tag team titles, I asked you, do you think they're going to do this with the women's championship? And everyone's, oh, no, never. They're not going to do this. Look what we have. We have one person holding both titles. They're already hinting at the men doing it. So I feel like there's some kind of, uh, I think there's some kind of movement within WWE to move to one champion. Yeah, and then, because and then, the, and then Fox is not the letting them not have the champion. <laughs> well, that's that's the way that would happen. Actually, I don't want to do this again. My God, I'm gonna <laughs> fucking. I'm gonna, we got let's too let's much. just let's we got too much. Let's we not got do too this. Much. Let's we not got do too it. much. We did that show on Sunday night too. Um, <laughs> yeah, we did that for a while. Um, I, I, wait, I had a realization on Sunday night. By the way, I realized that Aaron and I are the two nice guys on the show. Wait, and what, Glenn think, and AJ are the two that call people assholes and scream like maniacs. Well, except when you, well, what did you freak out over? Yeah, Brandon, Brandon did have a freak out, out moment. What did Brandon? What did you? You freaked out about something? Because I pointed out, out Brandon, that I'm never Brandon. allowed to yell. No. And so I finally, I yeah, said what, I'm going to be Glenn, and what I'm going to yell and call you an asshole since people call me an asshole. Yeah, I don't care. But what was it? What were you screaming about? Is it about Kurt Angle? That no, was, it was before. I think it was earlier in the. It night. was about Kurt Kenkel. No, it was about Lacey Evans. <laughs> I don't think it was. I think it, that was what made it so fucking random. Like we all were like, "Holy shit, what was that?" Because it wasn't about one of your typical tropes. It was like a completely different thing that you just flipped out about. And I was like, "What? What? What? What just happened?" <laughs> <laughs> Bro, it was terrifying. It was, it was happening over me. <laughs> yeah, it was really weird. I was blown away by it. I didn't know what to make of it. It was really super weird. Um, yeah, Brandon's mad about the Kurt Angle thing. Um, I, you know, I, I just expect no, I'm it. not anymore after they paid it off. If they continue to do this, by the way, the, the way they're booking Baron Corbin is fucking perfect. And I didn't think I would ever say that, but to list all these accolades yeah, that are, yeah. are like kind of not great accolades. Yeah, to like, get him, get, to get people to boo him. Yes, right. it's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. And, and if they keep saying this. Defeated Kurt Angle as farewell match. I'm all in. I'm fine with what happened, but I was and, really mad about it at the time. Yeah, and and to go down to the storyline is is Lars's gimmick that he hates the Attitude Era. Is that why he beat up <laughs> Kurt Angle and the Hardys? Uh, there's something to be said for that. <laughs> like, we'll see. Like, like, why of all people he picked those two He's or those three? Well, like, but, they're, but they're also really over. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I mean it makes sense, it. but right. Like, I think. I think Where, where's Big Show? Big Show's has, gonna show he, up he, one he, Monday he, and get beat up by Big Lars. Big Show's not Lars over. Is a, Lars is another one of the people that you know fantasizes about elder abuse. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh my God! I think. I think. Uh, you know. You telling me that gimmick wouldn't get over? I mean, it would be fucked up, but it would be amazing. <laughs> like, it would be so fucked up. I don't know what I would make of something like that. I'll tell that. you what, though. If your friend is right that like a bunch of this stuff is just throwaway bullshit, you cannot give me Braun Strowman, Samoa Joe, and then not do it again. Well, I think, yeah, like, was, and I think that there's that a, match that has to happen. Well, and like, let that me be clear. I, I think there is a bit of a difference between you know, don't read too much into it, and it's throwaway bullshit, right? Like, I think there's somewhere in the middle where. No, I think that's what he's saying when he says don't read into it. Is this is throwaway bullshit that I, is not coming back? I I think he's leaving that, that not necessarily everything that happened this week will will matter a week from now, right? Which doesn't mean that there couldn't have been anything this week that will matter a week from now. I think what he was telling me is don't think too much about it 
because it was, you know, it's a, it's an all-star week. It's a weird week. There's some of it they could fall back on. Some of it might just be we're all in the same fucking city. We've got all of the wrestlers in the same place for both shows, and we're about to do a fucking brand split next week. We can do some things and just sort of get away with it this week. Well, I agree with you if it that. comes to down to, like, Drew McIntyre being with the bar. You can't do that with Braun and Samoa Joe. This has to be a thing. Did you guys like notice? This, I didn't even fucking notice that Drew McIntyre disappeared during the oh, yeah, Aaron, I, did. I, I had, Aaron did. I didn't even fucking notice that hey, at can all. We, can we go back to Sunday for a minute, though? Because I've been waiting for you to bring this up. Okay. And I've had this up on my screen. Okay. Can we go back to Sunday and talk about how AJ and us were talking about Dave Meltzer and how there's random bullshit things that he says oh, that don't I, make I, any I, sense? Did I you read this? Oh, which one? The McIntyre one? About Drew. Yeah, I read that too. Dumbest fucking shit I've ever read in my life. Okay, let me say. According to Dave Meltzer... According to Dave Meltzer... Dude, it's laughable. According to Dave Meltzer, this was done to preserve the credibility of McIntyre. WWE reportedly did not want them seeing McIntyre lose another bout after losing so definitively to Roman Reigns. So just fucking disappear. That makes a lot of sense, Dave Meltzer. Yeah, it it makes him more... He's still in the match. You know what I mean? Well, and, like, and again, for me, I fucking yeah, you know, I I didn't even notice he that he was to gone. Yeah, it to was be less credible. Just pin Sheamus. It was like, really weird. It was it really just, one of those. You know what? Uh, I'll say weird. this. And and by the way, Meltzer had I, I thought some horrific ratings. So I'm not defending his rating systems. That does sound like Vince uh, Vince thought process. Why? Though. They've never done that ever. They've never had and, unless it's a definitive storyline where he's like, "Screw you guys! I don't want to be part of this match," and walks out on camera to have him just disappear. Not, like and, and then they don't well and apparently yeah, they, they didn't reference it which is really fucking weird like that's so fucking weird they didn't even reference it which i again how did i how i didn't notice that i can't believe i can't believe i didn't notice that he just disappeared and that they didn't reference it and maybe that's the and, weird thing because now drew mcintyre is a magician gimmick He's just like it's, he's gone I saw, I saw a magician gimmick at pancakes and file drivers well there's that story so you that did going. but I, I would go back to that i think is the type of thing that leads more credence into what you know, I was told, which is just don't don't overthink any of this week. Don't overthink any of it. Um, could it be that Elias is going to face the Undertaker in Saudi Arabia? Absolutely, <laughs> yes, that's that, happening. That could absolutely happen, and and in a weird way, makes perfect sense, right? Like they have yeah, to have can a match. We get the Undertaker versus. I'm sorry. Can we get Elias versus Thug and Amasina instead? I would fucking love that yes. way more. That would be way better for everybody involved if that was the case. But my point being, like, it's. It might be that that segment was nothing more than The Undertaker. They wanted to get an appearance, and it created a pop and nothing. Or it could be that they have something in mind for The Undertaker. They had something for the mind in mind for The Undertaker once before, and then it fucking went crazy. The two Is that two Saudi Arabia trips ago now that we're talking oh, about? Oh, the, the Rusev to Jericho back to Rusev Correct. thing? I mean, like, like, they've been down weird roads before. So could it be that they're laying that out there and thinking about the possibility of it, but then they just pivot and decide to do something else altogether? Sure. Um, but that's again. I I don't want to say too much because I don't I don't know. All I know is that I was told don't think too much about what happened on well, Raw and SmackDown this week. You know something that happened that I hope is that that gave me like sort of like um, hope for the future next few months that I hope is real is they definitely book Sami Zayn like he's going to be yeah a it, top heel. It was really good. It was really and, good. And like to me. Considering who the world champions are on both shows, perfect. Yep. Yes. Yep. Him versus Seth. Yes. Him versus Kofi. It all works. As, yep. as, as I tweeted on I Monday, I wanted Kofi. I wanted Kofi so bad. Yeah, I think I think it makes more sense on SmackDown. 
Um, but I'd be fine with either it, it, it way. It could work either way. As I said on uh, Monday, though, he's been on the main roster officially for three years now. He's held zero belts. Give him the damn belt. I, I mean, mean, he's definitely, in my yeah. opinion, based off of what they did and then uh, the dark match um, that they did on SmackDown, I feel like they're positioning him to be like the main, uh, a, I won't say the main, a main heel in the company. Which is and, good because they don't, other than Daniel Bryan, like who's the next best heel right now? Right. And, and they think it's Drew well, we McIntyre. We talked about that. Baron Corbin. Yeah. It, right it, it now really it's Baron is. Corbin, I mean, right? That's who it is. You know? I, I mean, I guess technically you'd still say Samoa Joe's in there. Samoa Joe. And also yeah. Shane McMahon. Oh, my God. By the way, can, can we talk about the fact that Shane McMahon and The Miz had the second best match on a WrestleMania? No, they didn't. It was good. What, yeah, they did. Was it second what, what best? Was, what was I, better other than Kofi Daniel Bryan? What was better than that? Yes. I mean, the women's match was better than that. I don't know. I, dis- I disagree with that. I actually, I, I don't think that match was good at all Mark. until they got to the outside of the ring. That was like immediately. Yeah, it didn't take long. No, I'm okay. I'll have to watch it on TV because I wasn't very impressed with that match. I was impressed uh, I with the spot at the popular, end. Bro. I I thought it was I thought it was better. Again, and we all talked about this. As much as I didn't want it, and as much as I thought they screwed the whole thing up, we've always said that there's something about it. I think. Sh- <laughs> Shane McMahon was fucking awful on Tuesday night. My God, he was he atrocious was. on fucking Tuesday night. That was one of the like, what the fuck was that? I will, I will tell you this: the entire fucking crowd thought CM Punk was coming out behind him. I mean, the some, entire crowd fucking they stood something up and started had to filming. Happen. Something had to fucking happen because it couldn't just be that bad. And his, but guess what? It was. Yeah, and <laughs> nothing his, happened. His instincts to say please, like. I, how fucking long have you been in this business that you couldn't improvise something interesting to say back in that moment? Like, my... Why did he back into the entrance if no one was coming out? I'm... So, my, I'm it, the whole thing was so bad on Tuesday night. I'm telling I, you, they booked that shit like someone was coming out course. behind there. And the entire crowd stood up thinking... He kept saying best in the world, and I swear to God, everybody thought CM Punk was coming there out. There had to it, be a payoff. He wasn't. Right. But, like... They thought, based off of what they did, best in the world, best in the world, best in the world, backing right. up to the entrance. Right. You can't do nothing there. There had, like, there had to be a – it couldn't be that bad without a payoff, and yet. And Yeah, it's yet. good because now he's like a super heel. But to, to do – okay, now, if you're doing that to make him a super heel and to, I, I don't know, throw him – my God, I can't believe I'm saying this. Throw him into the main roster, I – Okay, or if you're going to make him a standalone heel power figure on you one of these shows. Not, if you think this isn't going to lead to Shane McMahon putting himself in the title match with Kofi Kingston, you are wrong. I, if that's the case, God bless. I don't want it, but fine. You know what I mean? Like, there's great value in it. So I, I'm not going to knock it. Um, you just may turn off the segments. My God, it is just atrocious. It is. I think, yeah, I think right. Like, gonna, you'll turn off any segment I'm, involving the New Day. Right, I'm not, clearly I'm not, look, AJ's right, I'm obviously not going to turn it off. I watched the whole fucking thing on Tuesday night, like a fucking dummy, and then I wanted, I wanted it to be demanded that Shane McMahon has to change his last name. There is no way that you can have that little instinct and ability in those situations and still fucking call yourself a McMahon. Like, that is shame. Why are you shitting on Shane so hard right now? Because it was a bad segment. It was the worst segment I've seen in a very long time. It was Jeez, Louise! Jesus, it was bad. And but now that being said, yes, on Sunday night, very good. It was very good. Now, I, you, know, you know, it was not a bad segment. <laughs> <laughs> God. All right. God, I love the cancer boy gimmick. All right.
okay. When we uh, when we co- is there anything? Let's just try to knock out really quickly. Is there anything else main roster wise that we need to cover? Um, the Hardys, the uh, tag team champs. That's weird. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. That was that was. Odd. No, we have to it's talk not about weird. It is not weird. The only thing that's weird about it is it didn't happen at WrestleMania. Well, that's the weird part. Why the fuck? No. If you're doing this. You guys are listening. You guys are blowing this. The thing we need to talk about most is Big E splits. Well, they were great yeah. too, but if he yeah. tore his Holy meniscus. Holy split. Did you hear the crowd? Holy split. Yeah, it was good. Holy was good. split. They were, they were amazing. There's no question. Um, but I don't I don't really, you know, I'm not worked up. I actually thought the tag team match, by the way, at WrestleMania was really good. Um, I would it's maybe. Fine, even... but the, the, you, you get the better moment if you have Usos, Hardys, and especially if you knew the Hardys were winning, you get that huge moment. It's so weird to do that on SmackDown eh, eh. when you could have done it on WrestleMania. I mean, it was a night where you didn't have as, like, on Monday night you had The Undertaker, so it's really True. hard for people to bitch in general about, like, the, on Tuesday night I think you needed kind of a moment. And, yeah. that, and I, I guess the argument could be you have so many title changes, so many big moments that the Hardys win would be buried a little bit on Mania. That's true too. Okay. I, I would agree with that. Sure. Um, again, it just it's weird, but I've got no beef with it in part because all of these performers are also very good. That holy shit, you know what I mean? Like what it, we're so it's an embarrassment of riches in the tag team department, particularly on SmackDown. And, and the entire roster is right now. Frankly, yes. Really? Like the, the and the truth is, here's how crazy the roster is. Here's all the people that were not on the shows. There was no AJ Styles. There was no Daniel Bryan. There was no Brock Lesnar. Who else? Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair. There's no Charlotte. Right. Like it's. There was no Ronda. Yes. And it didn't matter. No yeah. Sasha. No Sasha Banks. No Sasha. Yeah. And yet you're right. And it's it's an now. What is Ronda's injury? Broken Her- hand. Damn. How? During the match. Yeah, we don't know yeah. exactly. Duh, I mean, how? We, we don't know exactly when. <laughs> Nobody's nobody said anything about what, exactly when it happened. No I, Roman Reigns. Yeah, that's right. Roman only came out for the dark, until right. the dark segment. Yeah, right. No, but I'm saying on TV. Right, right. Correct. No Reigns. No, it's a wild week. But I just particularly- no Rey Mysterio. Think about how many people that are major stars that were not on TV this week, um, and and the shows were still great. Which I would. That would I would throw that back into the don't read too much into this week, you know. Like, Charlotte Flair and Roman Reigns being the two biggest, right? Like I, I mean, so um, you know, it, it's all good. Any okay, main? Oh, roster. I know my boys Hawkins and Ryder. Yeah, 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 that's right. that was cool. That was cool. And they actually held it for more that than a day. That was not we, cool. The Revival should have won. That's how you establish them as an elite team. I agree with you, by the way, and that's part of just the reason. I just love the Revival, and I, I you know, it, it drives but me crazy. See, here's the reason they lost. They're going to SmackDown. I guarantee it. I mean, probably, but you could have just traded. So they can beat the Hardys, and then and then you, you know, you get what you want. You establish them as an elite tag team. They beat the best, one of the best of all time, to get their title, to get the SmackDown title. I'm good with it as long as the revival don't get. Also, fucked. I'm pissed. You can't I'm send so them to SmackDown the if they have the Raw the title. The Hardys have no. The Hardys should not have won that match. That's bullshit. Why? What do you mean, why? Because the Usos are arguably the greatest tag team of all time. Yeah, in their al- they also have had the belts like a hundred times, so it doesn't matter if they lose anymore. No, it does matter if they lose because they're losing the geriatrics. <laughs> oh, stop. The Hardys are one of the greatest tag teams of oh, all time. Oh, yeah, you're right. They're losing to a tag team that was then single-handedly dismantled by one person. Wow, wow. Oh, the He's Usos would have been destroyed by He's that going in. No, they wouldn't have. The Usos would have used street magic. and they <laughs> You're going to eat your words when have they targeted are destroyed. Them. They weren't in the Attitude Era. Yes, they, they wouldn't have targeted them because they're not 50. 
Except when they're literally beat up by him next week on SmackDown. Oh, then you will God. have me come on here and admit I was wrong. Until that moment. All right. All right. Uh, when we come back in, we'll go through NXT and um, and maybe a couple of other non-WWE things. I don't know. We're going to run out of time here. I don't want to go beyond two hours. Uh, I'm Glenn. He's Aaron. He's Brandon. And he's... The main event. AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. I like world-famous chicken. You like world-famous chicken. We all like Royal Farms world-famous chicken. Why? Because Royal Farms world-famous chicken's always fresh, never frozen. Because it's hand-dipped in a secret recipe of herbs and spices. Because it's cooked on the spot, right in the store. And because it's the juiciest, best-tasting chicken on the planet. That's why everyone likes Royal Farms world-famous chicken. Western fries, too. Real fresh, real fast. Royal Farms. Yes. Back in here for segment number three of Jobbing Out. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linden, and... And... The main AJ Francis. All right, um, so let's just knock out... You know, we talked about the matches, obviously, from uh, TakeOver, but um, just sort of where we're left at this point. Are we all assuming Adam Cole is on the main roster after this week? No. Okay. Adam Cole should be on the main roster yesterday. He could be, but it would not he surprise won't. me if he's not until after SummerSlam or something like that. Okay. Then who do you think comes up from NXT this week? I don't think there's necessarily a lot. I think you'll see. I think that I think Paige is bringing up the Sky Pirates. I think that's what she was alluding to. Yes. Um, but you just brought up Alistair Black and Ricochet right. and EC3. I don't think you see it. I think Pete Dunne shows up. Yeah, there'd be a lot of logic in that. Um, yeah. Now, as, as AJ and I talked about last week, we too, all know Velveteen Dream is going to show up and become the new WWE <laughs> champion. <laughs> I just don't think there's a lot of room for all these people, and I, and I do, and I think there's too too much room in NXT for them. You know, I think the NXT is dependent upon a lot of these people right now um, to 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 keep the show exciting. Um, and I don't know how many more people you can lose. I mean, I do agree. This how, how is NXT supposed to survive without Lars? That's a great point. <laughs> I mean, God damn it. Uh, I don't even, why do we even watch without fucking Lars being there? Jesus. Right. So, so I would say one of two things. One, like I've said it a million times, why they wouldn't just fucking bring up Cassius Ono. I, I, I haven't the foggiest, right? Like what, what because, the fuck? Because he's, he's there to put people talent, over. He's talent developmental in NXT. I hear you, man, but I feel like you can get somebody else to be talent, talent developmental. Like I, don't, I just don't think you have to have Cassius Ono there for five years um, to do that. Uh, well, yeah. I, th- I think I could be wrong about this, but like I feel like they don't really see him. I think well, that's I, what they. I don't see think him they as. would be bringing him up to be a star. I don't think that's no right. I don't think that's at all. It's more to me just to have another fresh face. Like that would be that. I, I what I would agree is I don't think there's a lot of room for another you know burgeoning star at the moment. Um, you fucking just brought up EC3 and you have no clue what in the world you're doing with him. Although I'm very encouraged by what you said about. Um, Drake Maverick being his manager. Yeah, that's, yes, that's a very that's wonderful, a very positive development for EC3, uh, and I hope that leads to something. But I mean, I I would tend to agree that the burgeoning star territory. That's why Lars makes a lot of sense right now. He doesn't really need to be a star. He just needs to be big as shit. Just go be a guy that's big as shit that we can use. When we need somebody who's Run big as shit. right. Like you that, know what I you know what I think we could see as a it, kind of in reverse. I think we could see some people going down to NXT. 
Yes, I agree. It's, in the shakeup, it's interesting. You know, it's it's sort of uncharted. It's not uncharted entirely because you know, like we've seen Tyson Kidd do that. We've seen right. Uh, Cesaro boy, did it. Our boy. Well, yeah, but that was really. Sh- I mean, that was like for a moment. We've seen. Some- he did it as long as Tyson Kidd did. Natal- Natalia did it for a while. Right when when Tyson was C- down. Cesaro yeah. was down there for like three months. Was it three months? Are you sure? It was a long. It was a long well, time. He but, fought. But he was, who he, who did he fight on? He, he fought Sami Zayn like a hundred times. Yeah, he, he he popped in and out of is what he yeah, did there. Yeah, I didn't think that was like a send down as much as he was. And, just... and and that was that was during the Hulu days, so it's a little bit different now. No, it wasn't. It was on the it was on the show. No, he, the arrival was yeah. the first NXT show on the network. Yeah, that's true. That's but he true. fought Sami Zayn like four times. No, but but the the arrival show was the last time he fought Sami Zayn. But he fought him on the network show. I didn't watch the Hulu show. They might have done like a a special retroactive like best of Hulu, but that arrival show was the first NXT on the network. All right, we'll get lost. We'll get lost in the weeds. My point is, guys like Tyler Breeze, guys like that, I could see that happen. (sighs) Um, I'm trying to decide whether or not I would hate that. Right, like you know, the immediate answer is, well, sure. If you're not going to use them, then why wouldn't you do something like that? Because Tyler Breeze is awesome, and do something that's awesome with Tyler Breeze, and. It's not as if no one's ever been helped by being freshened up, but, you know, like the examples that we have in the most recent years of guys that were really sent down, not just guys that were down there to do certain work. Like Natalia wasn't sent down. She was down there because her husband was down there and she was working something, an angle with Charlotte that made sense because of, you know, the their families. But like Alex Riley, who we all love, didn't get out of it being sent down anything that ended up helping him moving forward. Um... I, I don't, you know, Poor Ty- Alex yeah, Tyson Kidd didn't get that either out of being sent down. So, but would they have gotten anything? You know, they got something. They were on TV. They were working no, good matches. We're talking is, about that. I'm talking know, about the, the other the end, the other end of it. I'm talking about the other end of right. Did that get them back to a place where it helped them eventually on the main roster? And we don't have an example of that yet. That doesn't mean that it can't happen. It doesn't mean that it's not a, a good or a unique idea that should be considered. We just don't have that example to fall well, back to be, on. To be fair, Kid might have gotten there, except his career ended. Because he came up, he was with Cesaro, he was tag champs with Cesaro. Right? Maybe, yeah. maybe that. And could they were getting out. over with the crowd too. They yeah. were, they were liked. There was something there. I won't disagree with that, but I, I would, my, if I was a betting man, that was as far as it was going. It was the headphones. Yeah, the headphones. <laughs> Packs and cats. Um. I, I don't know. I don't know. I would need to see it. I'm not a, I'm not opposed to it inherently, but I would need to see it. My gut would be right now it would just be a, hey, we're going to get you on TV in a certain way, and we still don't really end up, you know, Tyler. if Tyler Breeze goes down next week, there's really never any payoff that Tyler Breeze becomes a star on the main roster one day. Like that well, would, well, yeah. well, that's not – that doesn't matter, right? I mean, like – it's just a, for so he can do something different. Right. I'm not I mean, saying that's like, a, we I'm always say, like, we always say like bringing people up doesn't mean they're going to be a star. Like it's okay for heavy machinery to have the bushwhacker spot or whatever. So why is it okay for because Tyler I think, Breeze? I think we feel, I just, I think we I, felt I differently. Tyler Breeze to be on TV, quite frankly. I hear you, but I think we felt differently about Tyler Breeze when he was the guy that got to fucking fight Jushin Thunder Liger at, right. you know, at SummerSlam. Well, we're not we talking about them. About... We're talking about now. What's best for him now? Right. I'm saying that this is the overall picture of I think it feels more like a give-up than anything else, which is that where they were with Tyler Breeze, they're just never going to get to that point. So, sure, do this for the sake of doing it, but 
that's what you're doing. You're just doing it kind of for the sake of doing it. And to Aaron's point, sure. I like Tyler Breeze. It gets him on my TV screen or my computer screen, whatever it is. And plus, who's to say once Fandango isn't hurt anymore that they won't come back into the tag picture? They were the fucking hottest thing in the world, and they just did nothing with it. So, like, I... I mean, here's the thing. If they've given up on him to the point where they're thinking about taking him down to NXT, they've given up on him anyways, and I'd rather right. have them and give up on him where he can be on NXT than give up on him where he's not on TV Absolute at all. merit to that. 100% merit to that, which is just do it. Just do it for the sake of doing it because we like Tyler Breeze. AJ, I don't want spoilers, but while we're on NXT, were you there last night? No, nah, I had Billy days at the school. Mm, okay. I hear those. Um, uh, I'm terrified by the DiJack tweets this afternoon. About they might what? be giving him a white nationalist gimmick. What? Oh, yeah. He had he had a tweet talking about how, basically, you know, his you know he's he's doing the Eastern European gimmick or whatever, and he came he immigrated over here, and the streets are filled with filthy people, and he has to purify it. Well, I mean that wording. Is... I wouldn't read too much in that. I mean that's well, a bad the, the, word the, to the, use. The, the, the that's a went, big jump. Yeah. Well, the. Apparently he had to take it down because white nationalists were jumping on his Twitter. Well, it was a dumbass way to. It was a dumbass yeah. way to phrase it. But yeah, that, I that, well, but apparently the at at the tapings there was some stuff to in, like people were kind of mum- murmuring about it beforehand, and then the, that. So uh, hopefully that the, okay. the takedown means they're going in a different direction now. Uh, okay, well I'm I'm not I, I'm not going to read too much into that right now either. Like I uh, think that's uh, a big leap. Well, hey, I will reserve uh, the right to revisit that at some point. Uh, but right now, I you know I got nothing. Um, so so he it, totally deactivated his entire Twitter, by the way. Right. Yeah, which, because he I, was getting white nationalists. Right. Again, if, if you have lies. white nationalists like claiming you as theirs, you might oh, delete your just... entire Twitter account as well. Yeah. You might just say, I'm not going to try to just go back and delete tweets. I'm just going to fucking remove myself from the <laughs> equation. Um, might be time to punt. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. The, uh, you know, like, what do we make of them, them doing the moment with Tommaso Ciampa and where that leaves him, where that leaves time frame wise Johnny Gargano in NXT? Is this just get us through SummerSlam? What do we make of all that? I, I feel like they, you know, there's no plans to have Gargano hold the belt for a year and have Champa come back. That's what it tells, you know, if that wasn't already clear, that's what it tells me. That's not even on their radar to do. Of course, you also, could do it. Also, by the way, I have, I have a very big source that says that they were in the meeting when they were discussing the ending of NXT. And what was said was that uh, Hunter said they're going to have... <laughs> Uh, Tommaso and Johnny Gargano throw Candice into the LED board. Shut up. Well, they, they, and it was they, a love. Let me finish. And it was a love triangle, and they were and they were gay for each other the whole time. And wouldn't that be progressive? Shut the fuck up. It was a joke. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Whoa, whoa! You got I, AJ. That's from an actual source. That's legit. Well, he's Literally. saying it was a joke, though. I, under- joke. I understand, but that's still fucking amazing. Let's yes. let's talk about the amazingness of that. That is amazing, though. I, I, I mean, well, they I mean, did try to throw her into the board after the cameras went off. Yeah, that was that yeah, was yeah. a funny moment. That was a funny moment too. Oh, so that makes that make sense now. Yeah, that's they really... thought that was fucking hilarious when they did that. Right, like and they, so they each were, other they were, were laughing very. Oh, I thought that was fucking hilarious. Yeah, but we but it's even funnier if you know that they said that in the meeting. Right, you know, right. That's 
awesome. Because he pissed them. <laughs> yep. Yep. All that is great. Um, by the way, and I'm with you. It also really doesn't make sense to have your top face carry the belt. I know like AJ Styles did it on SmackDown for a while, but like a typical wrestling trope is you don't want your top face to be champion for a significantly long time because you, no, you, that's not true. You don't. You either want your top face to be champion forever, or you want them to be champion for like a month and a half. Right. You want yeah. to create a chase, like you, that's yes. the way that you. That's a that's pro wrestling. You I, th- know? I think the only way to do this is you have to have you have to elevate undisputed era to like the ult. I mean, I know they kind of are, but you have to elevate them to like the ultimate heels of the show, and have them all beat the shit out of Johnny Gargano. They um, are the ultimate heels of the show, even though they're the, even though Adam Cole's the biggest baby face right, on the right. but, but I mean, I mean, now they've got to be in the main event, like all of them. You know what I mean? Like they've they, got to they, be. They have to be the four horsemen, right? They have to be beating up the champion, like not messing around with other people. Now they've got to elevate the entire undisputed era to the main event, the way that I hope they do with New Day with Kofi as champion. Um, I, th- I think. By the that's... way, we've already booked SummerSlam. The best way to do this is have Biggie win the Money in the Bank and have his. Yes. Oh my God! Well, it's going to be tough now with his torn muscle or whatever. Torn well, we don't know how long he's going to be out for. Yeah. AJ, how long are yeah. you out with a torn meniscus? Is it a meniscus? Uh, torn meniscus is that's like that's what if, I... you get the, if you get a scope, you're back in like six weeks. Perfect. He can be back for Money in the Bank. Yeah, that's great then. Yeah. Um. I mean, I just thought Although not really. That's like I just thought about this in in December, and I was I mean in November, and I was back training uh, in January. Well, training versus competing, though. Training is actually harder than working matches. Working no, matches, but they have to clear them, right? Yeah, but working matches, you just gotta and and you would also like, say you can you can you can not do things that hurt your knee, right? And in, and in a Money in the Bank match too, where you can kind of be like knocked out and not have that exactly. much demanded of so you. So he's the only guy that won't get thrown off the ladder. Right. Like th- that's right. that's a possible thing. But he'll still do. go through the fucking announce table or some show like that. Right, right. I mean it'd be amazing. So wait, do you think it's it's April eleventh, right? Yes. Money in the bank is on May nineteenth. You really think he can be back for that? Yeah he can. He'll probably have to wear a knee brace, but he can be back for that. Okay, I love it if it's possible. Man, it would be unbelievable. It would be unbelievable. Either. I mean, even if you don't go with that match, just having Big E carry the briefcase adds so much drama, no matter what direction you no go. No question. With. There's but abs- anyway, like back to NXT though. Like I think, I think you have to have undisputed era as like the complete villains of the show, with the ch- in the championship picture, and then I think I like Aaron's idea of. Eventually, there's some kind of rift or something, and that's how you get. Eventually, maybe after SummerSlam, that's how you get Adam Cole up to the main roster. Um, but that has to play out, so they can't do it now. I don't think. I think he stays there. Or I, I think. I think the way you do it, do it if you're going that route, you have one more match between probably Cole and Gargano at the June Takeover. Yes. Then he loses again. Undisputed Era turns him. on him. You have the blow off feud Cole puts over to whoever the leader's going to be, whether it's Strong or O'Reilly or whatever, at SummerSlam, then Rod- he's up. I think it has to be Roderick Strong. And I, I, I love, but I love that. When you were talking to us about that this weekend, I think that's a really great idea. Um, what about the women? 
Um, I mean, I think we obviously we have to find out, you know, for sure that it's the Sky Pirates that are going up and not like, say, the other two from um, the four horsewomen. It can't be them. Oh, my God, please. I mean, I I would bet on, you know, her bringing back Absolution before I bet on the other two. I mean, she wouldn't be bringing back Absolution. She's there's still. Well, but 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 managing them again. Okay, I mean, I don't know. Um, you know, but like it, it is an awkward position right now because there's just no logical challenger. There's just nothing there. Right now, um, could you Casey say Caden Zero eventually? You know, yeah, eventually, but like not today. Could you no. say that that could be another area where perhaps you could do a bit where somebody gets sent down? You know what I mean? Like, is that is is that a situation where a um, Liv Morgan could get sent down for a little bit? to be a, a credible competitor or a more credible what about candace candace is the right answer of the of what you got absolutely candace is the right answer of what you got sure she's the one that's been there the longest has done the most and is the most over as a face so sure you know like that would be the one but boy i'm i'm really struggling to credibly believe right now that candace LeRae is a threat to Shayna baszler well know? neither was bianca belair but they did that you yeah, know? I mean, like, but I, I guess maybe the problem being you've done a lot of that recently, and you know, part of that is fine yeah. because you want to have Shayna Baszler run through everybody and just be strong as fucking shit, and so you know that's just the way it's going to be for a is little there, while. Aaron, is there anybody that they've signed that's like sort of waiting in the wings off TV that we're not that we don't know about? Women wise, not really. What? Oh wait, you know what? They did have Tony Storm. And Piper in the crowd. They did have that. That's which true, usually means. They so Glenn's might... Glenn's Glenn's new choice is Tony. I mean, I swear to Christ, like it's I just that, those I'm are both fucking, credible. I'm gonna have so many wet dreams this week. Um, it, but is Tony still UK Women's Champion? No, she. But it, she isn't. Is she? Yeah, I, I thought I thought Nixon Newell was. Oh. Oh. oh okay. Well, either way. They've done it with Pete Dunne where he'd come fight. Remember they had um, the the uh, champion for versus champion yeah, match? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like that. I like that. Who, who did he so, fight? Do you wait, remember that? I, I Oh, wait, no. Uh, Tony Storm is because yeah, so. Ray Ripley was the initial champion right, in right, Tony Storm. Right, that's, yeah. what well, thought. that's what I thought. Yeah. But either way, they remember they had Pete Dunne do this where he came in and feuded. Was it? Who was the champion? No, I remember exactly what you're talking about. I don't remember, it, but it, I, it was it was part of it was Musta it was uh, British Strong Style against Undisputed Era that's against right. Sanity. That's right. That's right. No, but they had him fight someone one on one. Well, it was him it was against champ- Tyler Bate. Tyler Bate defended his title one on one against Pete Dunne. No, 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 no. He fought an NXT champion, and it was champion versus. But it champion. wasn't. It wasn't on a takeover. No. Oh, oh, oh right. right. It was it, on the regular it was, what, show. It was yeah. Cole for the North American title. Yes, that's what yes. it was. But and he was on um, NXT quite a bit, like with the yeah, team yeah. with Roddy. Right. And then he was even involved in the angle of Roddy turning. So I think you can totally do that with Tony Storm. I'm good with that. I'm completely good with that. And she's awesome, and she's credible, and you could really like you could way sell better today. The idea that Tony Storm is a credible threat to Shayna Baszler than you could Candice LeRae. You almost um, have to do that, right? Because like, like, unless there's someone we don't know about. Yeah, yeah. I, I, they're the only. Ele- she's like the her and the other and and Piper too. I think is cool. A cool Maria Canellis. I ain't got no problem with that, man. I'm not got no issue with Maria Canellis being the one to bridge you there. I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem with you sending somebody down. Or, or like they did it with Mickey James for a little bit. Like I don't have an issue with. 
Oh you yeah, know, they did do that. You know, I, yeah. that doesn't bother me. If Actually, you do that. Ember Moon is probably the right person. I don't. To do that that's where right I now. don't. I don't like that. I, that no, me either. I think well, they got. But she's not. She's not doing anything right, right. now because she of just the injury, came so. back literally from the injury. Well, but has she done anything? She was in like the she, battle royal. Okay, but I guess my my idea was you're not pulling her from anything. You you can put her down there for now and then right. immediately bring her back. And it was weird that she wasn't on Raw or SmackDown. I did right. find that, that That's kind of what I was saying. Is like there's not a clear place for Yeah, her. I just don't like it because I want more from Ember Moon. Like I want I want to well, challenge them to do something. I I, I don't mean send her down for 6 months. Right. I mean right. next, you know, that bridge takeover. Right. All right, uh, really quickly before we get out of here, Aaron, let's just touch on uh, we're going to have to hot shot non WWE shit from the weekend. Uh, I know you went to the Madison Square Garden show. You have 60 seconds to tell us what you loved about it. <laughs> um, I mean, first of all, just wrestling in Madison Square Garden. Like, that crowd was insane. That atmosphere was insane. Uh, the Okada, when Okada won the title, that pop was the pop of the weekend f- that I heard. Um, it, it just, everything was great. At, well, not everything was great about it. But uh, it was really, really good. The matches, for the most part, lived up to it. Uh, if we were doing this as match of the week and not WWE match of the week, I might have given it to uh, Naito and Ibushi instead, or even Cobb and Osprey instead. Um, it was just awesome, and it was really cool. I'm glad WWE is going back to Madison Square Garden in September because that inv- like I didn't know if the environment would live up to it, and it, it really did. It felt different. So that, um, that was and everybody's cool. obviously very excited about Enzo and Cass, uh, all the rest of the things. Sorry, Enzo right? And Enzo and Kaz XL. That's right. Thank you very much. I appreciate you telling me that. Uh, by the way, uh, big news for us. The Ring of Honor Best in the World pay-per-view will be at UMBC Event Center on June 28th. Cool. So, uh, I, Does that mean Shane McMahon is going to be there? <laughs> Not bad. Not bad. Well done, sir. Um, the best in the world. Yeah, he is. That is true. He is the best in the world. Oh, and congrats to Matt Taven. Right, yes, jobbing out bump. Recent guest on jobbing out. David Starr doesn't like him, but uh, he he got uh, he was the cha- he's the champion now, so that's awesome. And it does mean that now the championship is out of the Jay Lethal David Starr match too. So there's something yeah. to be said for that. Did, did, did you see what he did right after? He yeah. went out with a sign that yeah. said, "I told you Sinclair was scared." Yeah, that's really good. David Starr. Oh Star's my incredible. god, David Starr is incredible. He's fucking incredible. Um, that, that was another fun match, the Star uh, Cage Moose match. I went to see a pick his pile drivers. He got his ass kicked, but it was fun. They didn't of, have pancakes for him to distract the people with. One of the things that we talked about a little bit uh, off the air this weekend was the fact that there was like no AEW presence whatsoever um, this weekend. Uh, Aaron, that was apparently like they spun that as they oh, did that purposefully. They, I mean, they, they, had been, they had been saying that for a month or two now that, they, you know, they weren't going to ride WWE's coattails. I mean, God bless you. Uh, yeah. Like I, in theory, I like that idea. I just don't know in building a business if that right. is the smartest thing to do. You know what I mean? Like this is the weekend when everybody's talking about wrestling. I get that you want to try to establish yourself as being bigger than that, and like in theory, you want to be. I just until you are, I don't know if you can do that. Um, we'll see. We'll see how that plays and out. Maybe maybe they have Turner. So, well, right. So there's a lot of smoke there. Um, we don't exactly know any of that, but it, it, there's clearly something going on between AEW and Turner, right? Like there's clearly something then. We'll just have to watch how that plays out. Uh, all right. I'll allow you one more non-WWE thought for the week. Um, you know, I, I really don't have another non- okay. oh, oh, the, the Janela stuff was fantastic. You guys poo-pooed that Invisible Man versus Invisible Stan oh, match fuck, last yeah. week. Yeah, we missed the boat on that shit. That was great. Yeah. It was great. Um, just, I, I've been re-watching bits and pieces of it uh, today. I, I got to see that. I watched the uh, Takamichinoku-Orange Cassidy match, and then halfway through the clusterfuck, 
and it's wonderful and it's everything wrestling that you know that's great about wrestling everyone was raving about it so you know again joey janelle is awesome so congrats yeah, yeah. to him for putting Shout on another two nights a great show uh, I, did i poo poo that match you did not. You were gone. This was during the no, third segment. So. And, and, invisible man versus invisible stand sounds right. And again, eye. what I said was, I like the idea in theory. I just didn't think I would still like it five minutes in. And no, I would have liked it five minutes in, as it turns out. What about the no leg 619? That, holy yes. fuck. Holy fuck. Uh, speaking of which, not only do you have to get that guy to Sausage Castle Wrestling, AJ, but uh, when should we expect George Mizanin to make his first appearance at Sausage Castle Wrestling? Uh, as soon as humanly possible. I mean, it's going to cost you. It's going to fucking cost you to get old George there. Fucking, that was unbelievable, man. But, but by the way, I was going through the clusterfuck. I got to win uh, Nate Webb and Brennan from We Just Came Out. Oh, yeah. It was so good. Nate Webb came out with the guitar. He started playing Teenage Dirtbag. He sang. What? And, and Brennan came out, grabbed Nate Webb's bandana, and went around and did his entrance. Okay, oh that's great. And then MJF came out and hit them both with chairs. All of that is wonderful. All of that it is It was really so wonderful. good. That's really cool. All right, uh, AJ, you're up first. Get your plugs in. Wait, 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 wait. Oh. Can I do one last thing? All right. Uh, I, and I think we should start doing this, like, if we can each week. The one, here's, I just want to leave everyone with a match that they didn't probably see that they should watch. And that would be um, on 205 Live the rematch between Buddy Murphy and Tony Nese was an incredible match. So if you didn't watch that, go watch it because you should watch it. After 58 hours of wrestling, I did not watch it, but I will attempt to go do that now. Very good. It was better than the WrestleMania match that I rewatched. All right. All right. Oh, yeah. I didn't, well, we didn't get the – anyway, that's a whole different story. We'll save that for another day. Uh, AJ, plugs. You can follow me on social media at AJFrancis410. You know, I got all my Frank Style Fridays. I got all types of wrestling stuff coming up. You know, I put some secret moves in my 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 uh, Instagram story. You know, I be I be showing little secrets that people don't know. So make sure you follow me on all social media at AJ Francis four one zero, and you'll get everything you need from me. Sign up to become a member at mikebusey.com slash scw, and uh, you'll be able to go to the show on April nineteenth for the free ski. Love it, love it. Uh, uh, Brandon, what's coming up at Rancid Live? So we just announced a show by this band, Pup, that I really like, and their new record is incredible, and it's going to be on September 13th. So I'm super excited about that. We've got the Wallflowers that I keep talking about, April so 23rd. God, the, um, the, and I just confirmed like a five-show series with a local radio station that is going to be announcing within the next week. Well, we just so look, be one of those bands. That'd be very exciting. No. <sighs> It's with the pop station, so no. Yeah, but yeah. one of the biggest uh, stars in music right now is one of them, and I'm super excited uh, to announce that show for July. So just pay attention to Ramshead Live on Facebook or RamsheadLive.com or at Ramshead Live on Twitter. You get all those show announcements before everybody else. And I'm at Brandon Linton on Twitter, and you'll see all that stuff on my timeline as well. By the way, is it the girl that did the NXT song that you're telling me is the biggest star in the face of the fucking Billie Eilish? Well, she's even bigger than who I'm talking about. But, um, yeah, she's huge. Billie Eilish is going to be doing – she sold out the anthem in like two minutes. That's 6,000 tickets. Never heard of her. It's amazing. All right, Aaron. Listen to that record. It's great. Okay. All right. I am on Twitter at the Aoster. We are on Twitter at Jabiacho. And please, 
Uh, if you have a good idea for what AJ can do to pay his penance, please make sure to tweet us at Show or email us, jobbyoutshow at gmail.com. And check out my stuff at uh, the Baltimore Sun. At Glenn Clark Radio, glennclarkradio.com. Thanks again to everybody who uh, showed us love this weekend up in New York. We had an amazing, amazing time. And uh, big thanks to Brandon and to uh, the folks. Uh, can, can we publicly thank like your employer, Brandon? Just leave it at that. Okay. Big thanks to Brandon and, and just leave it at that. Thank um, you. So, uh, seriously, what a week it was. We'll get back to some semi-normal shows uh, starting uh, next week. We'll be back at it and looking forward to that. For Aaron Oster, for Brandon Linton, and for... The main event. 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 By the way, I'm really mad about all the love we gave Noelle Foley because she completely fucking no-sold us on Monday night. Oh, yeah, she did. Holy shit, did she no-sell us after Raw Well, the pro- the problem is you yelled at her about pizza or something. I didn't yell at her yeah. about pizza. That didn't happen. I just, I'm just i convinced that that actually did happen. Did not happen. Yeah. She totally no-sold us when we saw her after Raw on Monday night. All right, anyway, uh, AJ Francis, uh, I'm Glenn Clark. This has been Jobbing Out. Jobbing Out. Fuck cancer.